3: Good morning, and welcome to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now, here's your host, J. Ryle.
4: Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, and good morning, and welcome to the serious side. Today is December 5th, 2021, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this morning's edition. Right here on the TGRS Radio Network.
5: I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the state of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows. In the Superior Court of Glen County, State of Georgia, the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Case number cr 433 Jury verdict 4. Count 1. Malice murder. We the jury find the defendant, Travis McMichael, guilty. I'm going to ask that whoever just made it out first be removed from the court, please. State of Georgia versus Greg McMichael. Case number CR0, I'm sorry, 20. Zero, zero, 00433. Three. Count two, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant Greg McMichael guilty. Count three, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant William R. Bryan guilty. Count four, felony murder. We the jury.
6: Right now, a historic moment. Uh, We can now project the winner of the presidential race CNN projects. Donald Trump wins the presidency. The business tycoon and TV personality capping his improbable political journey with an astounding upset victory. Donald J. Trump will become the 45th president of the United States, defeating Hillary Clinton in a campaign unlike anything we've seen in our lifetime.
7: You're already criminalized when you're wearing black skin, says Darren Martin, a former Obama White House staffer who was mistaken for a burglar while moving into his apartment in New York City. Darren's story of being questioned by neighbors and police for simply being black in an allegedly white space isn't unique, nor is the outcry it sparks on social media. As we come on the air tonight, an intense search
1: is underway for two parents now facing criminal charges connected to that deadly school shooting this week in Oxford, Michigan. Their 15-year-old son is accused of using a pistol purchased just a week ago as an early Christmas present to kill four students and injure seven other people, including a teacher. Online
8: radio best. Dear Lord, I do not know who or what will cross my path on this day, but I know that you are my rock and my fortress. As always, You are my shield and my strong tower. Please help me to attach myself to you today. Also, teach me how to stand strong in you and choose only your way on this day. Help me walk in your truth and not my feelings. Lord help me embrace anything that comes my way as a chance to see you at work and as an opportunity to point others your way. Father, thank you for loving me, and nothing can ever take that away from me. Even if I fail on this day, and fall short, you whisper your unconditional love deep into my soul, and remind me that your mercies are new every morning. That truly amazes me, Lord. Thank you for meeting with me today. Would you wake me again tomorrow with the same sweet whisper of your love? I can't wait to meet with you again. In Jesus' name, Amen.
4: All right, welcome back in three four seven eight five zero oh, one two seven two. It's good to be back in the house took some time off for of Thanksgiving to enjoy time with family and friends, but we're back in the cruise in the house. Vanessa May-Bell is here. Jackie's here. And Mr. Elias is here as well. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you?
9: Exhausted. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Well, I am celebrating well, my pray birthday tell. week.
4: Oh my God. You know what? Stop it with this. Stop. Stop. Too much too much too much too much well of course we're going to sing happy birthday to you this morning so but hey welcome in glad that you are here open your eyes and let's get busy we have a lot to talk about this morning thank you so much jackie is in the place to be good morning jackie how are you
3: i'm doing great how's everybody doing good morning jackie
9: good morning.
4: Morning, Jackie.
3: Good morning, Jack. Good morning, and happy well.
4: belated birthday well. to you, Vanessa. Happy belated. Thank you. Well, happy belated as well. And of course, you know we all wish you happy birthday on your birthday. But we will do it officially for all your fans here on the serious side. Speaking of fans, and one of your biggest fans, the man that gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. How are you doing on this beautiful Sunday morning? Well, good morning to you, sir, and
10: uh, good morning, Nessa, uh, good morning, Rich Sister, uh, good morning, Catherine Williams, uh, good morning, Mama B, uh, good morning, Mariana Music, and good morning, my brother, Hawk, and one of my brother, Jerome.
4: The number is 347-850-1272. Glad you guys are in the house. Of course, Jerome usually joins us after his his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. But until then, we kind of hold it down, and you know, we always take what I like to call point of personal privilege, where we talk about things that we're not going to be able to cover in the show because we have so much to cover. Being out for a week, a lot of news stories, but two things want to touch base on before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Chris Cuomo is out as uh, one of the CNN's most popular anchors. His show was one of the high, highest-rated shows on CNN. But I tell you what, this whole thing with uh, his brother, the sex, all the stuff that's going on in New York with the man, it looks like old Chris played a role and used his resources to help uh, to suppress information. But nevertheless, he is gone. Your thoughts, please.
10: Well, hey, man, if, if this is indeed true, he needed to be gone. Bottom line, you can't suppress information where you're while you're doing stuff to harm to harm another human being, man. That 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 should be the way of the world, but obviously it's not. But you know, if he did, if he if he indeed did do these things and they got him doing, these but it's things. his
4: brother, Mr. Elias. You trying to tell me that if you know you had some information, if I needed your help to suppress some information, you're trying to tell me you would help me, or Vanessa, or Jackie, or Jerome. You will let us go to jail Good. when you can help us out, Mr. Elias.
10: I, I'm not going. I'm like Bernie Mac. I'm not going to jail for
4: you because right now he could go to jail. No, too. no, no, not for me. For Vanessa. For Vanessa. How about Vanessa? Anybody jail? Jones? Uh, maybe. Maybe, he ain't maybe going he to
11: jail
4: for me. <laughs> I ain't going to jail for nobody.
10: I'm not going uh, to jail so you for you.
4: Vanessa. He was about to give no, you the benefit of the doubt. you no, spoke too fast.
9: I just.
3: He's
10: gonna going he's to he's gonna let me hang I'm not going to jail for nobody I promise you I'm not going to jail for nobody Like Bernie Mac said, go to jail for enough
4: Not okay, me wait, wait, wait. I, I I have one more I have one more <laughs> Your, your nieces There
11: you hey. go That's who you need to use. <laughs> <do>. Are you <laughs> you <laughs> <with those laughs> uh, Yeah Hey, yeah.
10: like, 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 uh-huh. like, uh, like, 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 like they said in the brothers. Don't do, the, don't do the crime
4: if you can't do the crime, I'm like, well, oh I'm not man, you know what? I'm I can't sorry. wait to hear this. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, oh I'm my sorry. God, I can't I'm wait. Sorry. So, Uncle Mister you know, Les,
11: and,
10: and, and, what? And, and 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 in return, I wouldn't expect them to do the same thing for me. I wouldn't expect nobody else
4: to go to jail. Well, they wouldn't do it for you because you, you, but. Well, because you're old, you're about to die. But for kids that are, like, young and have all of this life ahead of them, if you can use your resources, let's say that, okay, the, you know, Nicole got caught doing something, and you know somebody that can, hey, you know, can you give me some inside information to see can we help Nicole out? You're trying to tell me you wouldn't use that resource to help our kids. Hey, man, I'm
10: not going to jail. For, I wouldn't
9: go to
4: jail. Well, I am I'm not going so to jail happy. i we got you. I'm you not know what, Jay, I would
9: love when Jerome comes on the show. I know we're gonna be at a different segment at that point. But I would love for you to ask Jerome or for me to be able to ask Jerome, what are the people of New York saying about this? Because I yeah. personally love him and I would love to know what Don Lemon, his 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 partner in crime is. saying. I would love to know what he is really saying. Like, did he say to him, Mm -hmm. Jay, don't do it, don't get involved, stay out of Mm -hmm. it, you know, because Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose your job with your children. I would love to know what Don Lemon said behind the Mm -hmm. scenes to Chris. I mean, did, I, mean I know that's your brother, but did he not warn him that CNN was going to come after him if he did something? I just would love to know the back behind the scenes. because I, I just love Prince Homo. I just love it. I, 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 I got
10: a question for Jay. I got a question yes, for Jay.
4: Yes, yes, and sure. Would you,
10: would you, would you forewarn any of us and and about about anything?
4: But would you let us know? Well, I, I tell Vanessa and Jackie, yeah. well, I don't know Jackie, Jackie with those uh, fat jokes. I may, no, I may no, let her, no, I may no, let her, no, no, her believe no, for a no. minute, but you, you're going to jail, buddy. You no, are, you are you going straight to sure jail. You just, no. bag,
3: no. you just make sure you get no. your honey-baked no. no. ham no. covered by somebody yeah, well, else. Well, you know no, what,
4: and, and she just, she just, she just solidified it for me, so no, only Jack, only Vanessa I was warned. You two can
10: go to jail. You go to you Yeah, go we'll go to, to Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I, yeah, I could open you, you're
3: that right now, I I mean, you're their lifetime membership. You're their only lifetime <laughs> membership. So they got you covered. I, whatever, I really
9: Jackie. believe that we all love each other enough on a serious note. I really do believe that we all love each other enough. We would pull each other's coats by saying something like, you know, you better watch your back because blah, 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 blah. Yep. blah. I just I believe yep. that we love each other enough for show that we would warn each right other. In. I ain't going to jail for you. But I would warn you. <laughs> I would. I would
4: warn everybody on but, the but show. But wait a minute, Van- but Vanessa, Vanessa, that's one of the reasons why he's well. in trouble. Because he used his resources to kinda warn his brother now. There may be more to it than that obviously. But you know, we're he hearing was that basically. some of employees. He, he also talked to some of those employees and they told it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I
9: think That's where he got really in trouble Is because he was talking to them Didn't he know that when the people Came down the line that they were going to bust That he was talking to them now, that's what was stupid to me yeah. That he was talking well,
4: to them Well i tell you what We're, we're, we're going to probably more than likely cover this uh, At some point uh, during the show So one more thing I want to talk about And I think this is very very important We saw this past week the Supreme Court It looks as if they're on the verge of overturning Roe versus Wade. And I'm going to tell you something. This is huge. But this is the reason why, you know, people, a lot of liberals are saying, look, Vanessa, bottom line is the first thing Biden needs to do is, and the Democrats, they need to change the makeup of the court. Because right now, what we're seeing is all the guys. Saying that. Yes, everybody that Trump put on the Supreme Court, even though Amy, whatever her name is, she seems to be a little open. Chief Justice Roberts is like, well, we don't want to overturn it. Maybe we can make some adjustments on the weeks. But Kavanaugh, that guy is straight up like, look, you know, who's sent to say that we can't do it? And what Sotomayor said, the stench of the possibility of them overturning this decision has a political smell to it to high heaven. But what give me your thoughts on this.
9: I have been saying that he needs to even up the courts a little bit. I am not saying that he needs to put more uh, on one side than the other. But we just had this conversation, I think it was two Sundays ago, where Trump got two seats that he shouldn't have gotten. They didn't let Obama have a seat. Then he came in 30 days before he was out and so to speak so you know what hey i'm sick of these democrats being nice and and that's <laughs> the, the, the Republicans slide it's time for them to fight dirty and get down dirty in the mud because this this is very very important to the future of women and what they're doing dealing with people's bodies they letting us deal with them. Are they saying I get to go clip, clip, snip, snip on them? Hello.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those situations used, where said. you're right, Vanessa, because this is the same, these are the same Republicans we you know, they're talking about how the government can't force them to wear masks, but yet still they can tell the woman to do with her body. Jackie, let me That's get your me. thoughts on this too. What you want. Jackie. Okay, Jackie's not here because probably she's sending me pictures of honey baked hams, Miss Elliot, as we're having a serious conversation about abortion, so maybe that's the reason why she's not here. Miss Elliot, give me your thoughts on this real quick. In the last two minutes uh, we have left anybody, before we get out of here. If, if, if anybody's
10: surprised about this, uh, I'm I'm shocked that you're surprised about it. They they want they this has been their meat and potatoes for the longest. This is going to be their rallying cry during uh, their election. I guarantee you this is what they're going to say. Look look what we did. We got Roe v. Wade overturned. Look at us when we got Roe v. Wade overturned. Look at us. And this, this, that's what they're going to tout on. This is what they're going to do. Hold on. Let,
4: let, me, let, me, let me push back a little bit, sir. One of the things that you're hearing is conservatives are concerned about this particular uh, situation mm-hmm. because the majority of the country, including Republicans, support yeah, a woman's I mean, right five, to choose. Yes. I I, so, I know. I've seen that. So so how but can they hey, run on man, it when most Americans are for it? Doesn't make sense
10: to me. Because 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 they're saying look at this over here, what we're doing, we're not even concerned about the voting rights or the John Lewis Act. They're not concerned about that. So they're J this. they're setting it up so they so they don't give a damn what you do. They're setting it up and Manchin and Cinema won't even get off their lazy asses and do anything about it. They won't. They'll yeah. sit there and whatever they whatever they're going to say to do is what the hell they're going to do, and that's what it's about.
11: So yeah. it will make
10: a difference what you want, how you want it, what's ever going to happen until they pass that bill, until they pass those two bills in the house and and, and get it done. We're we our democracy is at is at a, at a standstill, and we're, we're going to lose our democracy.
4: Okay, well, with that being said, we're going to step out of town for an NPR News update. And once again, the reason why you didn't hear from Jackie during this most important segment is because she was sending me pictures of honey-baked hams on my cell phone. I just want you to understand what her priorities are. We'll be right back after this. You listen to the serious side of the Jay Rouse. Show.
11: Live
12: from NPR News, I'm Giles Snyder. President Biden and Russian leader Vladimir Putin are set to hold talks by video conference this week. They are scheduled to speak Tuesday. And as NPR's Charles Maines reports, a meeting comes amid a showdown over a buildup of Russian military forces along the border with Ukraine.
8: Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said the call would take place Tuesday evening Moscow time, but the two leaders had yet to determine the duration of the exchange. President Biden said he anticipates a long discussion with Putin, which will lay out the cost to Russia should it launch an invasion of Ukraine. Putin has countered with warnings to the U.S. and its NATO allies against crossing a Kremlin red line by expanding into Ukraine. Demand rejected by Biden.
12: then Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. is facing a formidable challenge from China, but he says China is not, in his words, 10 feet tall. In a speech at the Reagan Library in California this weekend, Austin said the Pentagon is stepping up efforts to meet the challenge. Here's NPR's John Ruich.
8: Austin says China's military has been rapidly improving in a range of capabilities.
5: Beijing is the only competitor capable of combining its economic, diplomatic, military, and technological power to mount a sustained challenge to a stable
4: and open international system.
8: The U.S., he says, must strengthen its network of allies in the region. But it's not trying to form an Asian NATO. On Taiwan, Austin says recent Chinese military activity resembles rehearsals. He says the U.S. is committed to supporting Taiwan's ability to defend itself and, at the same time, to, quote, "...maintaining our capacity to resist any resort to force that would jeopardize the security of the people of Taiwan." John Ruich, NPR News.
12: Now on to Wall Street. After a volatile week, investors are waiting for new data on inflation. NPR's David Gura reports that Wall Street wants to see how the Federal Reserve responds. The Labor Department will release an update of the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, on Friday. It's expected to show prices for goods and services continued to climb in November. The last read was a 30-year high. That reserve is watching inflation closely ahead of its next two-day meeting later this month. In recent congressional testimony, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said the central bank may reevaluate how quickly it's unwinding some of the policies it put in place during the pandemic. Wall Street continues to wait for information on the Omicron variant, worried it could threaten the economic recovery. David Gurra, NPR News, New York. The number of states with confirmed cases of the Omicron variant is growing. Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Washington State announced their first cases this weekend. There are still many unknowns about Omicron, but health officials say vaccination remains the best defense. You're listening to NPR News.
11: Radio
5: at its best. Right. I'm going to go ahead and address each one of these verdict forms separately. The first verdict form I have is the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael. Mr. McMichael, please stand. Verdict is as follows: In the Superior Court of Glynn County, State of Georgia, the State of Georgia versus Travis McMichael, case number CR zero 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 four. Three, three jury verdict form count one malice murder we the jury find the defendant Travis McMichael guilty I'm gonna ask that whoever just made it out first be removed from the court please state of Georgia versus Greg McMichael case number CR zero I'm sorry two zero 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 four three three count two felony murder we the jury find the defendant, Greg McMichael, guilty. Count three, felony murder. We the jury find the defendant, William R. Bryan, guilty. Count four, felony murder.
4: We the jury. Welcome back in 347 850 2, 2. It's the serious side of the K-Rao Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network. Online radio at its best. The quote, the quote unquote outburst you heard from an individual in the courtroom after the first guilty verdict was announced was the father of Ahmad Arbery, Marcus Arbery, who said, and I'm paraphrasing here, "It's about time. Let's get into it right about now." Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Uh, it was a trial that was watched uh, around the world uh, in the wake of what happened with George Floyd. A lot of people had their eyes on this, especially after what happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Uh, We talked about it here, and I said that they were going to get all three of them, and I said that they're going to serve a significant uh, amount of time. So let's start the conversation off with you, Vanessa, because you and I had a little bit of a back and forth, right, when we talked about this uh, when it was brought up on the show. The fact of the matter is, that I think we both agreed that these guys would see a significant they would be found guilty. But I think you and I disagreed on the amount of time and we don't know how much time they're going to get. But based on the guilty verdicts and the charges, they're going to serve they're going to be in prison probably for the rest of their life, especially two older gentlemen. Give me your thoughts, Vanessa, on this and uh, what do you think?
9: Well, yeah, you did. You said a significant amount of time, and I asked you what did you think significant was, and you said over 10 years. Uh, you did say that. Um, I still don't think that they're going to be in there for the rest of their life. It, it is one, it's only going to be one of them. The one who videoed this, the one who got, who did not get one of the, the charges.
4: That they called Yeah, I think he was found uh, innocent on four, three of the charges, maybe, if I'm not mistaken, but the major charge right. that he was, was found guilty on. But he was guilty on
9: two or three of them. I don't think that he's going to get more than 15 years, 20 years. I think that that he might end up, what he has to do, at least 10 in jail.
4: Go ahead, Vanessa. Okay, Sorry okay. about that. Go ahead. Sorry about that. We cut your mark on the Go ahead
9: at least 10, and that means that he would get 20. But the rest of them, I think they're going to get, you know, some years. I don't think they're going to get life. And forgive me for saying this, they're still white. Oh. they still okay. white. I just don't think they're going to give them life. I don't. But if they do, praise, praise his name. But I don't think so. I don't think so. But that's me. Well, Y'all come I mean, back on me next
4: well, no, I, well, obviously, well, we, we won't be able to uh, so. confirm that until we determine, you know, until the sentencing actually happens. But remember, each of these counts have their own different type of, you know, uh, uh, you know, the amount of time. You know, every
9: the count, daddy, you know, there's going the to be X daddy amount. So daddy I think. But so wasn't it ahead. the daddy, Jay, who was the one who had the most malice for all of this?
4: No, it was okay. So the son was found guilty on all charges. The father was was, no, the son guilty of all charges. The daddy, uh, he was found guilty on all but one. So the the malice one, he wasn't found guilty of because I guess in the jury's eyes, he wasn't the one who pulled the trigger. So he was found guilty on everything else. So yes.
9: Camera, Jay. The one who you had the camera and was filming it did not get all of the charges.
4: The right, daddy that's what I and said. the I, brother did. The daddy yeah, and you the just son. Did. Yeah. The daddy so and the son. That is what got I said. I, I said no. I said the guy that did the camera. He was only found guilty on for okay, whatever. Four of the whatever charges I think there was. I think I was trying to confirm something you were trying to put out, but we can always go back and look at the transcript. So, But regardless, at the end of the day, you're saying that the guy who did the filming, uh, you don't think he's going to – so let me ask you this. How much time do you think he's going to he's serve in prison? He's not
9: going to get
4: life. I'm i don't sorry? think he going to get life. I think, you know, there's, it's not going to be life in prison. I think it's going to be a situation where you're going to have so many years. Well, it's damn near a life sentence. So I don't think life was on oh, the table. Okay. And, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, I don't know. But but uh, so how many years do you think the third guy is going to serve behind bars?
9: I don't know. I think at least 20. I think 20 years because that way all he has to do is 10. You're talking about the guy who gave everybody the video in the first place? I think and he's yeah, going to get guy. 20. Yeah. I think he's going to get 20 to 25 years. That way, he only has to do twelve in order to be out. Okay. That's what okay. I think about him. The rest of them, I have no idea what they're going to get. Now, I'm gonna let Les talk so I can make my coffee because I keep hearing you say something that you saying you didn't say. So let me make some coffee.
4: Don't no, make some coffee because you're just gonna fight me to the end. All right, and happy birthday to you anyway. All right, Mr. Elias, she threw the mic to you. So, uh, <laughs> me uh, ditto. All right, so. Um, you know as we go back and forth with I guess at the end of the day uh, were you surprised uh, and Were you pleasantly surprised? Were you just surprised? Can you believe it? Do you think it's still a farce? Do you think these guys are going to serve uh, any significant time in prison? Just give me your thoughts on the whole thing. This happened the week before we – it's a little late for us because we took took the week off for for Thanksgiving, and I think this happened Thanksgiving week, if I'm not mistaken. But go ahead.
10: Uh, No, I wasn't surprised at all. You know, I I knew when the one guy was like, hey, I don't want to be with them. I knew after that prosecutor uh, gave her gave went after him, and she was cross-examining him, that he, hey, man, that he was, he, they, they knew that that they were they were done for. So me, I wasn't I wasn't surprised at all on this one. I wasn't because any time another white man said, "I don't I don't want to be with them," I, I want to be on my own. You know, you're in trouble. So because they they get together and they they stick together, so. Bottom well, you're talking is, about, for, for,
4: for clarity purposes, you're talking yeah. about the defendant, uh, I think there's William Rowdy, it. the guy who filmed Yeah, he's the one that,
10: yeah, like you were saying, after, after want,
4: a week, he said, thing. yeah, <laughs> look at me differently. Mm-hmm. But we did talk about mm-hmm. that the last show that we were on the air, the fact that uh, – we felt I think we all felt that that uh they were gonna be convicted, I think we were uh not in sync as far as how much time jackie let, let me swing around to you just give me your thoughts real quick on the verdicts uh are you surprised uh just give me your thoughts okay oh we something
11: I you have go. to have.
3: It yes. on you. I had to have it on I'm
11: going no to problem.
3: church. But, uh, okay, all I can say is, uh, I, I think the verdict, uh, came out, but I'm glad they got something. Because I know I'm kind of at the point where I admit I don't watch these trials no more. Just because of seeing results that I don't possibly necessarily want to see. But I'm glad they, they got something because to me that was nothing more than a a modern day lynching bottom line so i'm glad they got glad something
4: I appreciate that yeah you do have a lot of background noise all right the smartest man in the world mr jerome Esprit, has stepped in the building good morning jerome how are you sir i'm good how are you doing doing outstanding all right Um, you know good always when significant issues hey, happen um i always morning, Brown, thank you and, You're very welcome. Hey, and let me just let me pause for station identification. Go ahead, guys. Uh, say what you need to say about that guy. Uh, everyone's done. All right, thank you. All right, so uh, Jerome, you know, anytime we have any, anytime something significant happens, the first person in in most cases, I think of is, it's like I have a bracelet on that says, you know, WYJD. It's like, what would Jerome do, uh, versus mm-hmm. what would Jesus do? And and so, you know, I, I was thinking as the verdicts were being read. Uh, uh, your thoughts on this because, you know, we always talk about how white folks think they have the privilege of, you know, apprehending folks a little later on the show. We're going to play a very serious version of black or black or white uh, on the Uh show. Uh, So so at the end of the day, uh, were you surprised by uh, the verdicts? And just give me your thoughts on it.
2: Um, I think that I I have – figure out a way to kind of ignore all of this stuff, like just like generally, because I don't don't think I think that, again, I I know I probably say this a lot, but I think that we kind of as black people generally we have to understand the pathology of white folks and not start Mm -hmm. to get moved by their flakiness when they start doing stuff when it pertains to themselves, right? So when it comes Mm -hmm. to white males or what their reactions are in their head um, about black people, we need to know that it's in them. So we can't be too surprised that they can't even convict themselves of crimes that they know that they did, right? So they'll use little excuses like, I was scared. It's like the the guy standing up, their attorney standing up, saying that he doesn't want any black pastors there. It's like what you would think, like normally, what was he trying to prove? And all he was doing was sending, like, the bat signal to white people because mm. that's a stereotype, right? It's like, you know, black pastors don't look out for white people, right? So if the black mm. pastor's there, he's intimidating white people. Like, so when wow. I watch that stuff, it always kind of reminds me of the fact that we keep imposing our own, um, our own compassion on people who, would, who don't show compassion, I'm not going to say whether they have it or not. I'm going to tell you that they don't show compassion. So we have way too much proof for all of this stuff. So for me watching that or or waiting for outcomes, it's like saying, yeah, he'll get convicted, but if he left the sentencing up to the judge, then the judge is going to probably reduce their sentencing. Or, you know, a lot of times you can get the jury to do that. That's why they prefer jury trials. And then if you're a cop, you prefer the judge because – he is on the same team as the regular law enforcement. He probably came out of a background of being a, a prosecutor or a DA or he was an attorney So most of the time. And so they come out of the same camp. So their compassion is, hey, I could have made that mistake, or I have somebody in my family who's just as racist, but they ain't bad people. Like they use that as a, um, you know, a, as a as leverage when they go into situations when they're dealing with black people. So those guys felt like they can appeal to the white jurors by saying, hey, we need to make sure we were keeping y'all safe. It wasn't wasn't a fact that that dude was threatening. We wanted to know what he was doing, and we have a right to figure out what he's doing in our neighborhood. They really played that out because it normally works. So when I, whether they're going to get convicted or not, I don't think that um, – my expectations of, like, fairness or wellness, it does not even exist in this con- in that context no more. So I just kind of look at it and see it, play it out for what it's worth. So my, my reactions and my view of this stuff normally doesn't come from an emotional place where a lot of times when they expect, you know, when people hear this show or they hear black folks talking about stuff, they think, because it ju- it justifies their thinking. Oh, yeah, they're just being emotional. They can't see rationally what's happening. You know, what we know rationally is that they are irrational when it comes to um, prosecuting white folks. Like uh, and, and I know this is a little off the subject, but it's just like Trump administration. All of them fools should be in jail right now. Right now they should all be in jail. But right now they're going through taking the doggone executive privilege, what that dude's not even an executive, they're claiming, like, excuses that don't even exist for them, and then they still have to hear it, right? They still go through this whole criminal justice process for stuff that is unreasonable. So for, as a black person, we actually try to impose fairness on them where there's a two billion examples of them not really a hearing. To even laws that they put up uh, you know for everybody else, so my impression of it was, yeah, it's so egregious that you would think they would get convicted, but I wouldn't have been surprised if they weren't
4: you know at it's all. interesting you said that, Jerome, because you know we talked about remember when that whole situation happened uh with uh the the cop the South Carolina cop who shot the black man in the back when he was running away. Uh, and then you saw him drop a taser and so on. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, because it just seems to me that it, I think the jury was hung, but then they got him on federal hate crime. I can't remember. i have to go back and do some research. But like you said, that's exactly what happened. Is that what happened? Right. Okay. That is exactly so, what happened. Yep. So, so, so once again, like you said, even though it looks blatant, it's this, and we're going to talk about this when we play, This serious edition of black and white And it's not necessarily It's a play on words because you know If you guys listen to this show you know Jerome has a thing uh, during his show uh, Called black or white we've done it throughout The years here off and on Um, he'll, He'll you know describe a situation And then we have to guess if the person Or the defendant or whoever the main you know, um, a person is this person a black or a white person? Well, we're, we're going to look into that deeply here uh, coming up in about thirty minutes or so, um, and it's going to be a very intriguing set. And I, I urge you, if you are debating whether you should step in your church or listen to the show, why don't you do what the pastor do and, and does, and you know, put some, some earplugs in or something and, and try to do both? But but it's going to be pretty pretty interesting. And I think you should hang around for it. But
9: uh um, you right, people you're wrong. don't listen. To them.
4: Okay, you're right. Never mind. That's uh, <laughs> like,
2: Look, let me be the voice of reason. <laughs> y'all can, Thank y'all can listen,
4: listen to the archives. <laughs> That's
2: a he's Are
4: yeah, you right? Okay, fine. Uh, All right. Jesus forgive me for that. Amen. All right. So, yeah, you can listen. Come back after church and listen to because you're right. It's out here forever. You can always come back and listen to it later. And I think it's going to be a very intriguing segment, to say the least. But you're right, Jerome. uh, I wouldn't have been surprised uh, if the verdict would have come back other than guilty. Um, I think, just giving my opinion on it before we step out of here, it kind of its Phil, I really and truly thought that that's exactly what was going to happen. I didn't think the guy who shot the videotape, even though listening to the trial, I didn't realize he played a bigger role than what he played in it now. Uh, I thought that the guy just was falling along and but now that I hear he was actually trying to cut a mod off when they were when they when he circled back and tried to get away from these goons uh, so but I still think based on the charges and the counts uh, you know. I'm happy that um, that this all white jury, with the exception of one African-American, I think sometimes we forget to mention that, that they came back and did the right thing in this case. And but, like you said, Jerome, uh, I would not have been, you know, surprised if the verdict would have gone another way or if it had been a lighter sentence. It's just that we live in this country and it's like, you know. We're and so we're automatically yeah. guilty of something, whether we committed the crime that we're being accused of at the time or whether we did something, you know, while we were, you know, in high school. We did something wrong, so at some point in time, justice will catch up with us. Give me your last thoughts on this, before we get out of here.
2: Well, I, you I, really I, want, a question I want to add.
4: we got to go. Go ahead real quick. We have 30 okay. seconds. We have to go. You can get it to, on the other side, for So Go ahead, Jerome.
2: Okay, I, I just want to kind of expand that a little bit and say that we live – we live in, um, in the midst of European culture where right. media outlets and police departments and all of that is formed by people who don't look like you. And they want to give you the impression that they don't have anything negative to add to, their, um, to the society. And that's why, you know, when they start making boogeymen like critical race theory and anything to tell the truth is bad, that's bad for white folks, They don't want you to have anything to do with it. So I don't care if a policeman shoots somebody, they don't want to hear that. The guy must do something to them. If something happens in your classroom, it's not the teacher's fault, it's the student. Like, they have a pathology that they are dealing with that nobody wants to address, and it's important that we understand that, not them. It's not even important that they they acknowledge it. It's not important that we even talk to them about that. We need to understand what is going on so that we can live throughout, Um, we can live to correct some of these these situations. And just like Barbados, like, you know, just got away from England and became their own country at at some point without the Queen being ahead of their state. that we have to cut the cord at some point and let them go.
4: Right. Well said. Well said. All right. All right, new evidence shows that the the, uh, Omicron likely spread twice as fast as the Delta virus in South America, South Africa. This wave seems to be much faster than the Delta wave, and we thought that the Delta wave was really fast. It's unbelievable, says Julian Pulliam, the science, who presented the new analysis at a conference. In this week's edition of it, four minutes or less something that you need to know we're going to take a look at this thing this is a serious thing that's spread through the country and folks need to be aware of it and so you know once again we tell people all the time mask up do the right thing but at least this week we're going to take a look at it it is convenient time and four minutes or less something that you need to know we'll be right back you listen to the serious topic, of the jay ross show three four seven eight five oh one two seven two is the calling number and uh hang tight we'll be right back and remember go to church you can listen to this thing uh in the archives
13: The discovery of a new coronavirus variant called Omicron has put the globe on alert. The World Health Organization said today that the variant poses a very high risk. It's been found in more than a dozen countries. It was only detected last week by scientists in Botswana and South Africa, but there's evidence that it's been spreading rapidly across the southern part of the continent. And there are several red flags, so this variant may be the most infectious one yet. NPR's global health correspondent, Michaeline Dukleff is here. And Michaeline, what are those red flags?
14: So the thing is, Ari, that South Africa, until recently, had very low numbers of COVID cases. They were in this law. And then all of a sudden, there was a burst of cases around Pretoria among college students. And at first, scientists thought this was just Delta, you know, starting another surge. But to make sure, they sequenced it, and it wasn't Delta at all.
13: And reporting has shown it was the Omicron variant.
14: That's right. It was this totally new variant with its extraordinary number of mutations. For instance, in the region that binds to human cells, just that region, Delta has two mutations. Another concerning variant, Beta, has three. Omicron has ten. Ten mutations.
13: 10. That sounds like a much higher number than the others.
14: Yes, it's a big jump, and in a period of about two weeks, this variant has spread to seven of the nine provinces in South Africa, basically across the whole country. Tulio de Oliveira is one of the first scientists to sequence this variant. He's a bioinformatician at the Center for Epidemic Response and Innovation in Durban.
1: We can see that variant is potentially
2: spreading very fast. As the Minister of Health highlights like the number of cases really
9: very fast and we click unfortunately to see pressure in the healthcare system in the next few days and weeks.
14: Now remember, Delta is also circulating in South Africa, so it's not just that Omicron is spreading quickly there, it is it also seems to be out competing Delta.
13: What's the significance of that? What does it mean that the one variant is out competing the other?
14: Well it looks like, at least in South Africa, that Omicron has some advantage over Delta, some property that's making it spread much more easily. I was talking to Jerry me moving about this he's a virologist at the university of massachusetts medical school
13: the bottom line with this creature is is it more transmissible than delta and i think the fact is nobody knows but it looks like it could be
8: much more
14: to date delta has been the most contagious variant we know about you know within about nine months it swept through the continent pushing out all the other variants causing these huge surges so being more contagious would be quite remarkable. But as Lubin points out, there isn't a lot of data yet to measure transmissibility, and what data is there could be skewed. It's dominated by this very specific cluster of students in Pretoria. But that being said, the mutations in Omicron do suggest it is quite contagious.
13: Okay, so whether it's transmissible is one big concern. Um, what are the other red flags?
14: So the WHO says there's preliminary evidence that Omicron can more easily reinfect people, cause second infection. So it looks like all those people who already had COVID could once again be vulnerable. Uh, Because if you look at the mutations in Omicron, they strongly suggest the variant would be very good at sneaking past the immune system. Paul Binoche is a virologist at Rockefeller University. He and his colleagues have already studied some of these mutations in the lab and found that they can prevent antibodies from killing the virus.
5: So based on that, we expect that Omicron will be significantly resistant
13: to antibodies that are circulating in individuals who are convalescent or who have had mRNA vaccines. To be clear, is what he's saying there that the vaccines may not be as effective against this variant?
14: Yes. So Binoche predicts from his work in the lab that they may not be as as effective. But based on his data, he... Um, he says that you can increase that effectiveness by getting three doses of the vaccine. That seems to broaden out your defenses.
13: What about people who have had COVID-19 but have not received the vaccine? Um, could the vaccines help protect them against getting infected again with the Omicron variant?
14: Yes, absolutely. You know, for sure. What is becoming clear here is that multiple exposures via the vaccine, via boosters, um, gives you the best protection really against any of the variants.
13: NPR Global Health Correspondent Michaeline Dukleff, thank you. Thank you, Ori. America is starting to breathe again, a decent man as president, a plan to protect us. It feels almost normal, but it's not. Republicans still will not admit that President Biden was legally elected, which means they don't believe in democracy. They believe an election is only legitimate if they win. That's not democracy. Their plan pass voter suppression bills to block minorities from voting take back congress impeach president biden we refuse we refuse to accept the end of the american experiment we refuse to allow anti-democratic autocrats to steal our country we choose to fight and we will not lose join us
6: Online Radio at its best. Right now, a historic moment. Uh, we can now project the winner of the presidential race, CNN projects. Donald Trump wins the presidency. The business tycoon and TV personality capping his improbable political journey with an astounding upset victory. Donald J. Trump will become the 45th president of the United States, defeating Hillary Clinton in a campaign unlike anything we've seen in our lifetime.
4: Welcome back at 347-850-1272. 2, 2. It is the serious side of the J. Rouse Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network. Online radio, it is best. I know. I know. Calm down. Settle down. I know that you guys may have had a relapse, but uh, we played that for a purpose. My question this morning is a very simple question, and I've been thinking about it for a while. And I said, you know what? It's time to talk about it. The presidency of Donald Trump, Was it really and truly good for America? We'll start the conversation off right there. Um, Mr. LDS, we'll start off with you uh, this particular time. And I think, well, you're laughing, but listen, this is a serious question. And, and, and And I'm going to explain after I ask people, you know, just give me your opinion. Do you think, and I just want to see where your headspace is on this, do you think the presidency of Donald Trump was really and truly good for America, Mr. Elliott?
10: Hell to the no, Bobby! Hell to the no. Nope, I <laughs> surely don't. And, I, and my, uh, explanation okay. be, my explanation would be: my would be, look at the Q and I people. Uh, <laughs> these people believe that that that, that they're Hollywood people and Democrats. I know as, 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 as I voted Democrat my, almost my entire life that I have never went to a back room and drank a kid's blood. I have never been a, a pedophile. I've never done anything to a kid but treat a kid with love and respect. So for them to okay. sit there and think that to happen, yeah, I think that the QAnon, they brought out QAnon. They brought out, they brought out the crazy. So look what happened on January 6th because of Donald Trump.
4: So, okay. no, nah, that, that was a bad presidency. Okay. I didn't say – no, no. See, hold on now. You're putting words on my mouth. I didn't say, was he a good president or was it a good president? See, I asked you, was it good for America? And so you said basically no. No, it wasn't
10: no. good for America. Look I, I, what
4: happened okay. January 6th. Was that, okay. good, for, was right. that sir, good for you sir, for January 6th? Sir. No, no, listen, li- listen, listen, man. I just want to get everybody's opinions, and I'll tell you why I – Why I picked this as a topic, Uh, Vanessa? What about you? You think his presidency was good for America? why do you think so? I
9: know I know less is like what? Um, I think it was good for America because the younger generation needs to see what their eyes open, what they're in for when they get to be our age. I think that having a, I think that. First of all, as bad as I might act on this show, y'all know I'm a strong Christian. So I truly believe that God did not make a mistake when he let that happen. Everything happens for a reason. And I don't think that reason has anything to do with me and you and Jerome and Les. I think it has everything to do with the younger generation, Jay's daughters, Les' nieces, my daughter, what they are in for, that they need to learn that their votes do count, that they saw it with mm. Obama. And so because we had a black president, they turned around to put the biggest races in the world in the White House. But the children saw that, and i ca- they're grown, y'all. But because they under me, and I'm 59, they're children. So the youngsters mm-hmm. saw it. And now mm. the youngsters, are, I hope that they're paying attention to what they're trying to do oh. about abortion. my daughter, who is not real, real political, is livid right. behind what they're uh-huh. trying to do with abortion. So, y'all, it was right. an accident that crazy Trump was in office. Oh. I think it's the country good to see a racist in the White House yeah. in our time, in our time.
4: Now that's it. Now mm, I didn't expect that to head. Head. watching what was going on. Okay, Miss Elliott, this you is not your third there, everybody. Oh look there he is. He's been on. On. Right. all right. What calm man, on calm down. Calm down, today. Mr. Elias. Oh God. Calm down, sir. Okay, okay, no problem. We're, we're just gonna ask that question here in a second. Let me get Jackie's opinion on this in the subway. Jackie with all that noise you got going on in the background. Good or bad for America? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at I'm at church now, so I'm good.
3: But yeah, uh okay. all I'm gonna say is it just it, it reminds me of King Saul in the Bible. It's that same thing. The people hollered about they wanted a king, and the Lord gave them their king. And that's all I got to say. Now, uh, it's clear for me, for some of us, it was bad, but maybe for some people, it was good to the sense where they needed to be waken up. Some people needed sleep and needed to be awakened. Well, hopefully a Trump Amen. presidency. Hopefully a Trump presidency awoke some people, especially okay. some of us. Especially some of us. I hope it woke some of us, black people. I hope it woke you up, especially okay. as far as the powers of voting is concerned. When you don't vote, do you let stuff like that in? So I definitely hmm. hope it woke black people up. Definitely.
4: All right. Can't wait to get this opinion next. All right, Jerome, your thoughts, man? Do you think it was bad for America? We left
11: him speechless. And the (laughs) no-hitter
4: is gone again. Thank you, Jerome. Maybe this is his protest. He's going to be maybe I can imagine Jerome on a poster with a bandaid over his mouth or some tape. All right, uh, <laughs> let me let me tell you guys the reasons why I brought this up or I put this up for a question because I agree with the ladies. I think his presidency was good for America because it's just like anything else. And this is the analogy I would give you. When you drive these fancy cars around here, you know, the bottom line is in order for you to drive that very nice fancy car that you drive, they have to wreck about, I don't know, a hundred, 200 of them just to make sure that if and when uh, the time uh, occurs or happens where you need to rely on the safety or depend on the safety of that vehicle, you have the ability to do that because it's been tested. And I think – what this man's presidency has done is really and truly tested democracy, uh, and it's still, you know, it's still weakened. Now, I think that it was weakened because of his presidency, but I think that what we're seeing here, we never had anyone like this in the White House, and he has broken every damn law that's out there in regards of not only law but precedence, the whole nine yards. The fact that he didn't even ride over to the to the to the inauguration with by he left early he did all these things that really pushed the system to the max but at the end of the day regardless <laughs> of what's going on why are you laughing mr Elias?
10: because this is crap what you're saying is no it's, it's not it's crap, crap mr Elias, it it's
6: not crap if, if
10: these two clowns if these two clowns don't vote to uh to, for the for the for the Voting Rights Act and the John Lewis Bill, guess what? Our voting rights are gone.
4: Mr. Elias, so M- Mr. that don't what? have a damn what? thing for to do America? with Donald Trump. Not not that don't, indirectly. That doesn't have anything to do with bull. Bull. how, Mr. Elias? how? Bull, bull. How? Hell,
10: hell. He how? said he he, said, he wouldn't. He wouldn't transfer the power peacefully. He wouldn't. Okay, but
4: Mr. But but, but but what, Mr. Elias But listen. Okay. Listen, man. What you're talking about?
9: Jay, let let d- Jay, 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 Jay. Let me let. So let. Jay didn't ask if Trump was good as far as being a president. He asked if it was good for the country. And me am, and all me and I right said now. was. You know what? We know he was a butthole. We know he was a racist prick. Everybody in the country, even the Republicans, knows that, less. What we're trying to say is what you say every Sunday at the end of the show, my brother, you get up and say, make sure you get out to vote. That's exactly what we're saying, exactly what you well, guess, say.
11: Guess,
9: that well, if guess without what, Trump, our black children and some of the younger white ones still would be ignoring politics and would not get out and vote. We're saying so, what you so, say, there
10: We're just saying it in so a different way. That's all, baby. No, guess what, baby? If if they don't pass the Voting Rights Act and the John Lewis Act, your vote won't count worth a damn.
4: But Mr L E S, that don't have it okay, that okay, indirectly mean, it does have something to do with
10: it. You plotting and planning to Oh, to, to, uh, to do
4: a cool. What does that have to do with and Lerner? Uh, oh, dude, all those two are doing is what politicians have been doing forever. They are playing to their base. That's all they're doing. The Blue Dog Democrats did that. So that doesn't have anything to do with Trump. That's just politicians being politicians. Trump, in my opinion, the reason why I think his presidency was his presidency was good for America because it's in a, it, it was a wake up call. You know how many people voted this last time to keep this clown out of office? He pushed the boundaries and he's making us reassess and we'd look at all the different things you have in place to make sure that this Constitution stays strong. The Constitution, this was a crash course, a crash test for the Constitution to see will it be able to withheld, withhold, or whatever and the case may be. And what, what? what about all the coups that he planned? What about everything that the Republican it? Party he What, all, okay. all okay. these laws okay. in
10: place now? But but, but Mr. Elias. Okay. In, in every state. Now you can't even vote L- by mail. L- it was it's 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 gonna be it's gonna rob, be robbed from well, okay, you. You can't wait, vote okay, by mail? Well, no, Trump didn't make Ted, but Trump
4: no, did but what he's,
9: make Ted Cruz Yeah,
4: but. turn on his own people. Ted yeah, Cruz but, was
9: but, an asshole by himself and turned on his own uh, people. Uh, now now uh, Jerome, uh, I'm so minute now. I'm stuck in uh, football, but some of it. Cruz is an asshole, man. you know it, but, but Trump talked about his mom and daddy, and he still turned on us. He still turned on the people of Texas. Trump didn't have anything to do with that.
4: Okay, but wait a minute. Now, let me, okay, Silas, let me jump in, please, for one second. All right. Mr. I'm going to agree with Mister. Elias on this. What Trump did do was he cast a die in the water to allow people to do some of the things that they're doing. Yeah, he can't at the federal level put put you know change state laws because states can do what they want to do, but he provided the cover. I will give Mister Elias that, but once again, to me, that is still testing the boundaries of the Constitution and the boundaries of a democracy. Because yeah, he tried to look at everything he tried to do to steal this election, man. And he failed. Mm-hmm. And there were Republicans yeah. who stepped in. There were Republicans who stepped in and stopped this from happening in a lot of these states. Mm-hmm. Now, you're right. They are putting in laws and stuff to try to circumvent mm-hmm. that, and try to work around that. But guess what? The mm-hmm. system, they are being challenged. So the system is fighting against this. The Trump presidency was a virus. And so it's just like the coronavirus, just like the Delta virus. Mr. LS it's not it's good for you. It l- wasn't you're not, for me. No, 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 because no, no, no. L- l- listen, kid. listen, listen. It's collateral damage. You listen, in order for people in order for you to enjoy the rights that you have now, people had to die for that. It's not good when people die, no. But at the end of the day, it's about the end result. There's gonna be collateral damage in any major thing you do, folks are gonna have to die in order for things to get done. Martin Luther King died for us to be able to do the things that we can do now. Was this death tragic? Absolutely. Was that good? No, it was not. But if you look at it in the overall arch of, of democracy and, and, you know, civil rights, you know, it was something – it was almost a necessary evil, if you can use that term. Because even when he died, it made people wake up. It made politicians in Washington in the 60s say, uh-oh, we really got to look at this. So I'm not saying – and I want to make sure I'm clear on this – he, was, he is the worst president. I never thought I would say this because I always thought George Bush was the worst, George W. This guy was the worst president in American history. But his presidency, it served a purpose mm-hmm. because what it's doing now is it's making us look at things that we never would have looked at before because nobody anticipated a nutball like that within the presidency. So now you have to re-look uh, at everything. So now you have to make sure all your seals are plugged because of people like him.
10: All, all I did was lay the blueprint out. It, he laid a blueprint out for the Republicans to win and win every race, every governor's race, everything that's going down now. So no, no, how no, did that? No, he did destroy our democracy. Oh, gerrymandering was going they, they, on. Gerrymandering was, no. yeah, was going on
4: under Obama. No, the Republicans started this stuff under President Obama.
10: That J-Man, and it started before Obama, but okay, well, right after Obama, you're right. But the bottom line is what they're doing now is they looked at this election and said, okay, we, we messed up here, we messed up there, we messed up here, we messed up there, we messed up there. Let's wipe all that stuff out the way.
4: But you know what, don't Elliott? Let's, so let's wipe is, it all but... out
10: And, and, and even, in, even in the black communities, even in the black communities, we're gonna, even if you win, we're going to tell you Negroes, how this election should go, but, but you know what, what, man? Doing right you know,
4: now. But, but you know what, dog? It's like any type of conflict. Both sides are going to do what we call the an AAR and after action review and see what they can do to be better. This is good against evil. Evil is working every day. The devil's always trying to find a way to invade God's army, but God's soldiers are standing strong and they put up a front against them. That's just the way that works. You it don't matter.
10: Okay. It doesn't matter.
4: Each side is going and to goodness. try to revamp about, and come back. Okay.
10: All right. <laughs> so so what you're saying is by him being in office and then changing all the laws, you know, come on, man. That, that, he wasn't that he, he was good for America at all. He wasn't. Listen, man. I don't give a damn. Hell, hell we've seen all them crazy. When, when Barack Obama was office and they were called the tea party. We've seen all of them, men. So
4: if you didn't see racism, men, you had to be blind. <laughs> Ms. L. 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 All the stuff that was
2: on. you had a to lot be blind. My wrong.
9: daughter and her friends did not go vote, and that's how Trump got in. And you know what? I bet you they won't miss another presidential election. There you go. This was a lesson I the I young I know,
10: people. I know people your daughter says who vote for Trump. Because they thought he was the best thing in the world.
2: Right.
9: Okay, and they
10: still fool. And they still fucking be Okay. They, they, uh, they, we, we they, got they, these ain't white <laughs> right, folks. They, yeah. they, one of them is my godson. This clown is this a am supporter.
4: <laughs> Alright, we gotta go. All right, listen, we gotta go. All right, three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. What a spirited <laughs> discussion. We'll be right back after this. We can continue a little bit of it on the other side. You listening to the serious side. 347-850-1272. Mariana corner. Part one coming up next. Don't go anywhere.
7: Online radio at its best. <laughs>
0: nearly one in five Americans are living with a mental health condition from our children and grandparents to our veterans co-workers and neighbors for all of us our mental well-being is just as important as our physical health but unfortunately most of us don't know how to recognize the signs that someone is in emotional distress and so many of those who are having difficulty can't get the help they need together we can change this. We can start by visiting changedirection.org and learning the five signs that may mean someone is struggling and needs help. And then it's up to us to show compassion, to reach out, connect, help folks find the hope and the support they need. Together, we can change the story about mental health in America. Together, we can change direction.
7: Online radio at best. You're already criminalized when you're wearing black skin, says Darren Martin, a former Obama White House staffer who was mistaken for a burglar while moving into his apartment in New York City. Darren's story of being questioned by neighbors and police for simply being black in an allegedly white space isn't unique, nor is the outcry it sparks on social media. In Rialto, California, a group of African Americans were detained by police while checking out of their Airbnb rental when a neighbor accused them of stealing stuff. The neighbor was also concerned that the group hadn't waved to them uh, as she's up, as they left. In Oakland, police were called on a group for allegedly not following park rules and using a charcoal barbecue grill. And in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, employees of a Starbucks cafe accused two men of trespassing as they waited for a colleague to arrive.
4: Welcome back in 3, 4, 7, 8, 5, 0, 1, two seven two It's twelve minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious Style of the J Rouse show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the T J R S Radio Network online radio at it its best. All right, listen. Uh, one of the things that uh, one of uh, the things that Jerome has brought to this network, which I really and truly love, and this is back in the day if you've been listening to us for years, uh, he used to do this thing called Black and White. And, you know, we, he would tell us a scenario, and then we would guess whether the defendant or the subject matter, it was a white person or a black person. Well, what I wanted to do this morning is I wanted to take a look at some things that happened in American history in the last two years and really do a comparison to what would have happened if this would have been black folks. And let me, let me swing around to you, Jerome, because once again, man, it's an ingenious thing that you've done. It's just pure genius, pure, just great radio, uh, you know, just media topic matter. It's just good stuff, man. I love how you have, you know, introduced this into our world, into our form, and we love it. But sometimes, you know, it's, it always has a humorous spin on it. you tell us about something, and we'll kind of laugh, and we'll say black or white. We play Michael Jackson in the whole nine yards. But what I wanted to do was shine a light on the bigger topic and the bigger issue. The bigger issue here is is that you're right, and you heard the young lady said in the hit about how just being black, we get, we're judged a certain way because of the tint of our skin color. And when you go back and look at some of the things that have happened, in the last eighteen months. We've said this, you know, periodically on this show over and over and over again. Had there been thousands and thousands of black people carrying Obama flags, running up there to the Capitol, breaking in the Capitol, you know, talking about hanging uh, George W. Bush or whomever or John McCain or whoever, whomever. We know for a fact that there would have been body bags all over the lawn of the Capitol. We know for a fact that they would have opened fire and killed those people. The Rittenhouse case, there'd have been a young black brother running down the street with an AR 15, and some white kids came out to him and he would have shot them. We know for a fact that jury would have came back and put that boy in jail. So, what I want to do is I want to reflect on. A different version of black and white the real-life situation and we used to do a, a subject called living while black but man these are real issues Jerome and when you sit back and look at these things you can't tell me why people feel the way they feel you know a lot of folks that listen to this show you know they're haters they're trollers you know y'all a bunch of bad black people I'm like whatever go somewhere and you know go suck a rock get away from me but at the end of the day it's amazing to me how people can't look at this through that lens, Jerome, and determine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had it been a bunch of black folks, they would have shot them. They would have killed them. We know that. So man, yeah. let's talk about this, and, 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 you know, under under, you know, let's just talk about it, Jerome. Give me your thoughts, man, on you know the real black and white that we deal with every day as African Americans. Well. You know, when it comes to that,
2: not only would they have been shooting people on Capitol grounds, they would have been rounding them up across the country, and it would have been really public. Like, even the news doesn't really cover it. I do a lot of those stories on this show. You know, every week, there's about, you know, five or six different cases that went to court, and I usually talk about them, but you're not even catching them on mainstream media anymore because... You know, again, this is white folks, and so they're kind of brushing it off to the side. But if we treated them like the terrorists that they are, they tried to disrupt the United States government. It's funny how everybody's patriotic, patriotic, patriotic when it comes to certain aspects of whiteness, but not patriotic when it comes to um, things that they don't like. Right? So when Obama was president they were like, we have a right to protest, it's our freedom. And then when Trump is president, they're like, well, we need to stick to the president and we need to respect the office of the presidency. And whatever suits their own personal feelings is how they impose that on the rest of the, the world. And for us, again, our job is just to see the difference in it and actually to point it out, not to make up your mind and try to convince you one, one way or another. What we are trying to do is fill in the gaps of of what you're not getting, right? Because you cannot expect anybody who comes from that mindset of being um, a colonizer to want you to expect indigenous people or people who don't look like them. A part of that power play is that everything's integrated into a society that puts them on top, or at least even – you will never be on top. You'll never do anything that has any value that white folks don't believe has more value. So when it comes to that capital um, insurrection and watching those people try to overthrow a government and throw out like, legitimate election stuff with the, the democracy is supposed to be built on, they are changing laws to say, oh, we don't want to go by that. We want these few white folks to actually tell us who, who's going to be president. And they're living by that. They're doing that right in front of everybody's face. And so we are just here to point that out because black or wh- in, in a black or white situation, black people would never do that. That's why when I created that segment on on my show, uh, black or white, it was just news stories to say is this somebody black or is it someone white? And the truth is is that black people already know things that we won't do, like black people don't kidnap little white children. So when the white woman says, oh, the black man kidnapped him, you know, the police department went knocking through every black community and saying, where's this white kid? And all the black people are like, are you slow? Right? (laughs) First of all, we don't do that. We know that there's a difference. They don't. So, you know, again, the, the, the differences are stark, but at the same time, we have to act like we don't know what the differences are to pacify people. We know what they are. So black or white is just one of those things that we can always win. It's like watching Saturday Night Live with the Black Jeopardy thing. It's just hilarious to us because there are things that we know because in our culture, we have to put on blinders to um, pacify white folks, and we get, we have to stop doing that. I think just – I mean, I'm not saying being honest is the way. The truth is not all that it's cracked up to be, but at the same time, we can't go – Building our world around lies Too much longer um, The Republicans do that They know it's going to crash in But while it, while it has not crashed in yet They're trying to milk it for all it's worth Right So if we look at what white folks are doing now And I mean this in government Donald Trump manipulated And the Republicans Ms. McConnell Pretty much cheated the process To get Supreme Court justices up there What are the Democrats doing? They're living with it. The white folks that are there now and the Democratic side are like, well, we shouldn't increase the number of Supreme Court justices. We should live with the people who cheated and try to make the cheating system work for us now. Instead of saying, what do we need to do to correct this? We still should be on that. But white folks don't hold that kind of energy when they, even when they're cheating, they don't hold that kind of energy. They'll cheat at something and then say, hey, yeah, it's true that we cheated or we stole Manhattan. (laughs) We stole a whole island, but what do we need to do to go forward? Because we ain't giving it back. So we need to actually figure out a way to kind of expose that and let them see their own injustices because that's a part of the problem is that nobody wants to see that because they don't want to feel bad about themselves.
4: Interesting. Uh, Vanessa, you know, once again, this real life black or white situation that we deal with every day because of the, you know, the pigmentation of our skin um, it really, I guess, is profound for me and would really kind, sometimes shake me to my soul is the fact that um, the, the double standards, I mean, look at the Rittenhouse situation. We've seen on videotape so many times where black folks were just shot and killed by police uh, for looking like they had a weapon. I remember we talked about the situation where this white cop, she was on her way to another emergency. This man's car stopped; he was having mechanical issues. She turns around and comes back, pulls her weapon out on this dude as he walks towards her. Whatever the case, maybe she shoots and kills him, and I think she was acquitted. You know, there's a, 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 a case going on right now. Uh, About the the, the cop who mistakenly grabbed her weapon when she said she was grabbing her taser We talked about this on this show at Lent, how they're shaped differently, they're a different color But at the end of the day, it's always a situation where black black folks are not given the benefit of the doubt So you can't tell me, had that been young Jaquan, uh, you know, uh, whoever, Rawlins He would have ended up getting convicted He could have cried until his freaking eyes fell out. But they would have looked at him as a threat, and he would have been convicted. Which, to be perfectly honest with you, had he done what Rittenhouse did, he should have been convicted, just like Rittenhouse should be in jail right now. Your thoughts, Vanessa? Uh,
9: While y'all are talking about all of them people, I don't understand how... (laughs) Y'all, <laughs> I don't understand how these people who bought a gun and their child took the gun, went and shot up and killed a bunch of people, they skipped town trying to get away because they know they but going to jail. And they only set the bond at $500,000, which ain't but $50,000. That means that they, that's $100,000 between the two. That means that they really could just put up a house, get out of jail, and then go to Mexico, and they won't be extradited. So y'all tell me how a black man would have got out of that.
2: Wait a minute. Not, not, only, not only did this get town, you know they tried to get into Canada. What, well, they didn't well, have well, wait a
4: minute. Like, no, yes. let, let me jump in so real quick, y'all. Jump in. We, we talking about that next. We talking about that next. Oh,
9: okay, my bad. Okay, see, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, next. That doesn't. That's okay. When we're you talking, talking about that about next about yes. all of that. But yes. when you no, talk about all of but, that, but I see
4: what you're saying. That yeah, it, it kind of works together. A again. black
9: yeah. person would not have gotten away
4: with that. Yeah. a black person. Yeah, all
9: Chop, please. They would have sued the book attempt. They would have even gotten a bond. What are you do- Oh, child, please. You know what? You know what? All I can say is, if you go to church or you don't go to church, prayer works no matter where you are. And this country mm. is in trouble.
4: Mm. Wow. This
9: country is in
7: trouble. That's all I got. That to
4: say. is a, that's a drop the mic moment, Mister Elias. We're going to give you two minutes, man, to uh, give us your thoughts on this real quick, brother.
7: Well, you know, uh,
10: Jay. Uh, <laughs> the bottom line is, man. Look, this 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 country has been unfair to us. Just the very beginning, and then now they want us to pull up, pull ourselves up by a bootstrap when we don't even have boots. So mm. that that statement. And then when we do pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, what do you do? Well, you come in and you kill it and destroy it. Look at Black Wall Street. Anytime there's a Black positive community that that that's doing well, doing whatever they're supposed to do, white folks come in and destroy it because they don't want you to be. They don't want you to have any money. They don't want you to come together as a community because if you come together as a community, you will stop supporting them, and you will stop supporting their business. And they know damn well we we spend more in consumer goods than any, any other any other way that there is. I just that's a known fact. But they they don't they they know that. And what do they do? They keep they they will keep their foot on our necks, and they they talk about how bad how, like like. Like your yep. sister, the white man's ice is cold. Bottom line. So there it is.
4: Well. Whew. All right, good stuff. Coming up next, uh, MMC part two. And uh like my colleagues, uh they kind of gave us the pre for what's happening next. We're gonna talk about what happened, uh, with the parents and that whole thing. It's the serious side. Three four seven eight five oh one two seven two is Call his number. We'll be right
6: back after this.
11: Online radio at its best.
4: back in 347 1272 You're listening to the Serious Side of the J. Rouse Show which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio. At its best, it's the bottom of the hour, and it's time to say good morning and hello to our just wonderful staff and panelists. Let's say good morning to the very lovely Miss Vanessa May-Bell. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning to my brothers. Good morning to everybody. Thanks
9: for listening to
4: Thank you, Vanessa, for being here, and thank you for thanking them for listening to the show. I love it. My main man, Mr. Jerome, is freezing in the house. Jerome, man, good morning. How are you? Sir, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing outstanding. You know, people saying that you should use this time to tease something that you're going to talk about coming up on your show, but uh, I guess we can walk on that a little later on, but I like the idea of that.
2: But uh, hey, hey, man. Hey, They said I should tell what I'm going to have to talk about later. <laughs> is that what you said? No, they were saying, yeah, <laughs> right, saying well, yeah. Maybe yeah, you should tease yeah.
4: something that you're to talk about coming up oh, on your show. He said,
2: okay, let's check this out. I am going to talk about um, the, the black godfather, Clarence Avant's wife, oh, was killed, yeah, this, yeah. and I am going to talk about that, seriously.
4: Ooh, okay, there it is. So whoever asked that, and I, I get that every now and then. Okay, there it is. That's the tease come in and check it out right after this show, the show on a needs to no basis with the king himself Mr. Jerome Spring Man, appreciate that little bit of information, a little bit of catnip for those people out there, alright, the man who gets the first and last word, the one and only Mr. L to the E today, That's good morning sir, so how are you?
10: Well good morning, good morning to you, sir, and good morning, Nessa. Good morning, good morning Kathleen. Good morning, Mama B. Good morning, Rizip, sir. And good morning, uh Mariana Music. And Marianne Music, that first song was Into the Blue by Grady Nichols. And the last one was the rebirth by Paul Grant featuring Adrena Indigo and good morning, my brother Hawk. And good morning,
4: my brother Gone. Can we say hello to people in the chat room if you don't mind, sir?
10: Uh, we have
4: Covina in there. That that's, that's Covina? Get out there on that bike ride. I want to say what's up to some folks. The pastor is in the house. <laughs> I'm reading his comments. I can't wait to read i his <laughs> favorite. What's up, uh, pastor? I hear you. I'm sorry. Uh, Larry's in the house. Raymond, Sabrina, James, Thomas, Carl. Oh, my God. So many people. There is a Michelle here, Michelle. I got you, and I'm going to ask that question when I read the comment during uh, stage K. So stay tuned for that. You'll get everything that you need to know. You know, I don't know, man. I haven't seen her. I I don't know what's up with that. I'm Mariana
13: Music's mother.
4: I know you listen to the show. Uh, Reach out to me. I can't get my phone number out over the air. Tell me what, boy. Uh, Call in. Call her to the show, 347-8501-272. If you are listening, we would love to know where your daughter is because we're not stalkers. But we haven't heard from her in a minute. So uh, it's been about a month now. And I went back and looked at some old messages. And I think I know why. She was in Houston uh, for a couple of days, but she came in town when I was leaving. So, I, you know, so I don't want her to think I ignored her or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll reach out to her. All right, we'll find out what's happening with her, Dan, and that, that the, the dragnet is on. Where is Mary Anna music? And on that note, let's keep it moving.
1: As we come on the air tonight, an intense search is underway for two parents now facing criminal charges connected to that deadly school shooting this week in Oxford, Michigan. Their fifteen year old son is accused of using a pistol purchased just a week ago as an early Christmas present to kill four students and injure seven other people, including a teacher. Two students are still in the hospital. A prosecutor today charged Jennifer and James Crumbley with involuntary manslaughter for allegedly failing to prevent the attack by not meeting their responsibilities as gun owners.
4: All right, welcome back in. three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. I wish, I wish Kathleen was here, because I remember us having this conversation, I want to say maybe three years ago, Maybe two years ago. I can't remember. It's been a while. And I said back then that I think they should start charging these parents when their kids go out here and do these types of things. And so here we are today. Parents were charged. The prosecutor laid out the reasons why she charged them. And when I listened to some of the evidence that she put out there in the public, yes, they should have been charged because it sounded as if they knew this kid had some issues. And the fact that instead of them trying to combat them... They were actually, in my opinion, um, they were facilitating some of this stuff. You know, Mr. Elias, uh, they they read one of the text messages uh, that the mom sent to the boy, When apparently it was discovered that he had done something and she wrote, LOL, I'm not mad at you just don't get caught. I mean, that type of stuff. And, you know, and and the, took his son, the father took his son to buy the, you know, he bought the weapon for his son. Then he gave it to his son and there's a picture of him saying, hey, here's my brand new baby. I mean, it's just when you go back and look at this. And even when they were being indicted, the mother was crying and whatever. But then the father, there were times where he had a smirk on his face, like a smile almost. I I mean, this is the type of nonsense that we deal with. And so let me start, let me, well, matter of fact, let me, Vanessa, you brought this up during the last segment. So I want to go ahead and give you an opportunity to go ahead and expound on your comments uh, when it comes to this. Because you're right, this kind of plays hand in hand with, The last topic that we had, but at the end of the day, here's a situation where parents negligent, being charged, and I hope that they're convicted based on the evidence that the prosecutor read during her press conference. What say you?
9: I've always always said that parents need to be prosecuted for that because, and just just to show you why I say that, my aunt was raising her grandchild. And guess what? The grandchild was skipping school. Guess who got in trouble? My aunt got in trouble because the child was skipping school. The aunt was the one who had to pay the fine, and the aunt was the one who had to go to class. That was ludicrous to me that she got in trouble because the child wouldn't go to school. So if if they do that with school, I have always wondered why didn't they do that when the parents had the gun. The children find the gun or the parents give them the gun. And then nothing happened to the parents. But these parents was going to leave their child hung out to dry. They were trying to get out the country where they couldn't have, where they couldn't serve any time. And they were going to leave that child out there, strung out by himself, charged as an adult. So you know what? That just goes to show you what kind of parents that poor child had in the beginning. Ignorant, crazy, leave their children out to dry kind of parents. So who... Black would get away with a $500,000 bond, which 10% is not but $50,000, which means if they had any kind of a house for a bond and be gone, they would never have given that to a black person who shot up and killed a bunch of white people or even black people for that matter. They would not have given them a bond like that. They wouldn't. So I think that this well, is minute. just such a white America. It's just, it's just yeah. sad. It is pathetic, and uh, I think that God is really bringing all of this about to show this country something. It really, really is. It's not an accident. This stuff is happening.
4: Well, now you know when you talk about the bond. I know when I watched the hearings, their their attorneys were arguing, saying it was such a high bond of uh, the $500,000, and, you know, they have to come up with 10%, I think it's just, what, 50 grand.
9: Because they were broke, poor, white, trash people, and ain't got no money. That's the reason why it's high, because they okay, don't why have you that they were kind of money to put up
4: yeah they were arguing saying it was too high and that uh the judge said well the reason why we set it this high is because they're a flight risk because you can't tell me well we're going to turn uh, turn ourselves in and and you know the sheriff jerome said yeah okay you're going to turn yourself in you're you know miles and miles away i want to say maybe a hundred plus miles away from where you are at where you actually live they found you in some art studio hiding in some partitions That doesn't sound like people that's going to turn themselves into us, but, you know, say what you want. But, you know, you were talking about this during the last segment, so I want you to go ahead and do this one as well because this is ridiculous. The fact that here's another young kid that goes in and shoots up a school and the fact that the parents, not only are their parents in trouble, but there's a possibility, Jerome, that they may charge school officials because even after they found these notes and had the parents come in, they let that kid back in class.
2: Yeah, I mean, and okay, so in the bigger picture, they're not just a flight risk. They tried to get into Canada and didn't have a valid COVID test. They oh, tried wow. to leave. So, so their excuse was, oh, they were fearing for their lives. I, I think we always hear this from white folks so that other white folks feel sorry for them, but they were like, we had too many threats. But they were literally running. So that whole hiding in the art studio – is just a cherry on top, but they attempted to get into Canada. Now, that is why they should get charged, and their bail should be high. Because not only are there flight risks, flight risks are usually like you're going to leave the area. These guys had tried to get out the country. Very different. So, you know, we have to see it for what it is. And their privilege was, yeah, they were going to – I don't think that they were just hanging their kid out to dry. They groomed him to go in and shoot them. And the problem is is that they created a little, they created a little monster, and I, I'm kind of quoting the, the kid's girlfriend because she had an interview, and she, she said that his mother is a monster and his father was something, like that they were just horrible people is what she said, right? So they groomed that kid. So they're not ashamed of him. The news stories that's coming out now are saying that they have no remorse even though they're arrested. They're in there kind of juvenile, like they're happy. So mm. they think they're going to get off, but they keep playing on everybody else's emotion to say, oh, you know, our bail's too high and how are we responsible for our kid? Because you trained him. You laughed at the school administrator when, matter of fact, there's text messages after they met with the school um, with the mother pretty much saying that she supported the kid and you're going to be all right, just before he went yep. in and shot up out, out those people. So mm. she they contributed. They were accomplices in this case. It's not like Vanessa said that those laws are stupid when your kids skip school that they're going to find the parent because by law, they have to go to school. so technically right. your your parent can't be responsible for that. If your kids skip school, they should not take you off of your job and say, "Oh we, we want to summon you here or get you arrested." Now, now, what are you going to do when their parents don't have no jobs just mm. because their kids skip school? That doesn't that doesn't make sense. So, you know, you, Vanessa, you know, I agree with that. Like, we need to see that see that differently. So, don't put these people in the same category because those people groomed him, bought him a gun, probably put whatever in his head. They encouraged it, and they're happy about it. They're accomplices in this very different
4: you know it's interesting you bring that up because i remember we were having a back and forth about this and i think I, I want to say kathleen was like well you can't hold the parents responsible and you know what and like you said Jerome, maybe there are some situations where you can't but not in this case not in this case at all when you look at everything all the evidence there's no way you can't say the parents didn't contribute to this mr Elias, let me give you the last word on this
9: but, but wait, but wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry, I was getting dressed. Hold on, wait, wait, wait! I wasn't saying, Jerome, that they shouldn't um, blame the parents. I was saying they should have been blaming parents long time ago.
2: No, so I agree. I long I remember time. that part. Yeah, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah,
9: they should have long time ago. So that's if you're gonna blame them for school, blame them
4: for them done. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Misselia. Yes. Well, you know,
11: man,
10: look. This is, this is, like Vanessa said and Jerome said, these people are flight risk. I wouldn't have gave them bail at all. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have. I'd have held their ass in jail because you're going to sit here and tell me you traveled to Detroit, you're hiding, that you're going to turn yourself in? Man, please. And and, and, and and the mother was definitely a Trump supporter. You could tell that one. And, you know, they, it, it, just, they, just imagine if these people had had their... Covid test done, and they'd have had their cards. What they would have done? They'd have been out. They'd see, have about business. I didn't gone know that. They've not about their business. Yeah, the Detroit that's, 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 that's what you get in Canada, Detroit. Been there, yeah, but I didn't times. know
4: that, that 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 they tried to get out of here and, and they didn't get in because they didn't have a Covid test. That, that's that's news to me. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know wow. That either, Jay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there you go. You find out things on this show that your damn show sure didn't catch in the, you know, in the news because I had no clue. It's stuff, wrong way to bring that up. All right. Uh, well, the heavy lifting of the show is over. It is time for an NPR news update. And stay to case some interesting comments there and uh, our final thoughts. You're only minutes away. Actually, 15 minutes away from all the need-to-know basis with my main man, Mr. Jerome, is Don't go anywhere. It's the serious side on a beautiful Sunday. God bless, and we'll talk to you right after the break. Keep it right here.
12: Tony Mitchell and Beth Midler among the artists receiving the Kennedy Center Honors in Washington, D.C. this weekend. Stars will pay tribute to the five honorees at a gala event tonight, NPRC Elizabeth Blair reports.
9: The Kennedy Center honors our lifetime achievement awards in the performing arts. Motown founder, songwriter, and producer Barry Gordy is hailed as a visionary who brought Detroit soul
1: into every home in America. Other honorees include Saturday Night Live creator Lauren Michaels and opera singer Huxina Diaz. Canadian singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell thanked the Kennedy Center for the prestigious
9: award, saying in a statement, it's a long way from Saskatoon. President Biden and the First Lady are expected to attend Sunday night's gala. CBS will broadcast the show later this month. Elizabeth Blair, NPR News, Washington. There
12: is growing concern about a string of smash-and-grab robberies of retail stores in California and elsewhere. The large-scale thefts involve groups that rush into stores and take goods in plain sight. In San Francisco, the city has stepped up security in Union Square, where several luxury stores hit by robberies remain closed and boarded up. Lydia Lewis was there shopping this weekend.
3: We are being cautious Watching ourselves, you know, I got my purse on where well I can
12: see it. <laughs> uh, authorities announced on Friday what they called one of the largest retail busts in California history. They said millions of dollars' worth of merchandise stolen from Bay Area retailers was recovered. I'm Kyle Snyder. This is NPR News.
0: This message is brought to you by the NPR Coffee Club. A subscription brings fresh roasted coffee directly to your door. And you can also give a gift subscription to the NPR superfan in your life. Learn more about our new NPR blends by visiting us at nprcoffeeclub.org. All
4: right, it is time for State Your Case. Final thoughts from our world-famous chat room and social media outlets that we cover. Mr. man, do you have anything you'd like to add to this portion of the show, my friend? No.
10: By all means, Corvina Mann has got an A said abortion rights is most important for white women. We will see if they are serious or not during the midterm election. People always take their rights for granted. You don't think those same forces who will strip women's rights won't do the same thing to black people? And he said Brown versus Board of Education is next and return to Jim Crow.
4: Yeah, that, that, that's scary. The fact that there's a possibility that may be overturned. That, that's some scary mess right there. And I do agree with you guys saying that the Democrats need to step up, man, because the Republicans did exactly what they wanted to do. All right, so it's time for you to read a couple. Uh, Pastor Steve, he says, peace and blessings, family. He says, Jay, I didn't appreciate you telling my secrets. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> great topics. great show. We missed this last week. All right, he's talking about... For those of y'all may not know, how he listens to the show because people say he's a pastor. Shouldn't he be working? And so, you know, he revealed to us, well, I'm not going to say it again. Okay, Pastor. (laughs) God bless. All right, Larry, uh, (laughs) Las Vegas. He said, said, I miss the football picks, but, man, this is a powerful show. Appreciate you, Larry. Love it. Uh, Raymond, Pittsburgh. Jay, when are you going to get the no-hitter, man? Oh, (laughs) I don't know, Raymond. You know, I don't know, man. In all seriousness, I'm going to have my son, my brother, and my nephew go back and listen to today's show. Uh, Good stuff, ladies and gents. Appreciate that, Raymond. Sabrina. Yeah. Sabrina uh, from San Antonio. Good morning, family. Great topics, and thank God for the archives. I came in the middle of the Trump Good for America segment. How long will it be before it's available for playback? Uh, I don't know, Sabrina. I think it probably takes maybe 30 minutes. Check back in about, in about 30 minutes. You have to go to the blog. Talk. No, you don't. You can go anywhere. It should be available in 30 minutes. Wherever you listen to the show, whether it's iHeart or you, into, wherever, it should be available in, I think, about 30 minutes. So, so check it out. All right. Derek from Wisconsin. Uh, good morning. Since the Music is not here, Les, what was the name of the second song played? L.E.S.?
10: Uh, hold on. Let me look. That was... Uh, rebirth, and then, and that was by uh, Paul Grant featuring uh, Adri- 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 uh, Adrian Indigo.
4: Okay. All right. Uh, Carl, Houston, Texas. With all due respect to Mr. LBS, what does the mother, being a Trump supporter, have to do with anything? I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, James from uh, Hollywood West from Texas. He says... I wanted to hear Jerome's opinions On the Trump great for America Do you guys have time to address that?
3: Uh Uh,
4: yeah, Jerome You want to, okay, yeah, we have a few minutes man, Before we have to get out of here You want to give us some comments on that? Because I think you missed that on, second On the Trump's what? What was it? You, you remember the second we talked about was Trump's uh, presidency good for America And I, you know, it's want oh, to hear your yeah. opinion We have a few minutes, man, yeah I, I just
2: got a quick one Um what I think about that, um, it, was, it was horrible for America, but it highlighted the undercurrent of America, right? So Trump's presidency highlights the fact that the lie that we've been selling about fairness and, and equity across the board does not exist. And the undercurrent says that it would love to have status quo or revert back to this unjust, barbaric way of existing. People like hearing him curse like he had no sense, not read his notes to um, vilify immigrants, to talk reckless. They love that, and people like a train wreck, like going to the movies. So Trump's presidency actually magnified that in the people inside of this country, and if you want to change it, change it, and if you don't, you're just showing us who you are and deal with the fallout accordingly.
4: Well. Well, there you go, brother. There is wisdom from Obi-Wan Jerome. There it is. All right, so now you know what time it is.
11: Online radio at its best. All
4: right, it is time for our final thoughts. And uh, ladies are first around here, so big sis, final thoughts. My final thoughts.
9: Did you is- just belch? <laughs> no, I said oh. Oh,
4: no. just a... my bad. Go ahead.
9: You want to see how I'm looking at you in the mirror? Okay, so no,
4: <laughs>
9: let me say that God, I just want to thank you for allowing me to see 59 years, uh, and yes. celebrating a birthday. Thank y'all for the well wishes uh, that I got from, uh, and text messages that I got from you guys, uh, from the show, and um. Uh, Jay, uh, uh, it has been a very long week in your favorite town, in my favorite town. My God, we, I, we were there for seven days. Oh, my God. No more. Okay, so, yeah. Anyway, I'm grateful, and I'm grateful for y'all, and I'm grateful for having someone else in my life that's male that's got my back, and I know that would be you and Jay and Jerome if I need be. So thank y'all so much for being in my world and allowing me to your world. And thank you listeners for allowing me to be in your world. So y'all have a blessed week. And I'm just grateful, extremely grateful for my heart to be a part of this.
4: Okay, all right. Thank you, Vanessa. Be are grateful that you're in our world, too. You forgot Johnny D, but I'm pretty sure you met him, too. All righty. Thank you, man. I said
9: all you guys
4: but you didn't say his okay. oh, name. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I
9: stop messy.
4: You know what you're wrong Final thoughts, bro.
2: It's Sunday. We're trying we try to be easy. See, not, did he mock you? I want to thank you for that, Vanessa. And also, you know, I also want to say to um, Mariana Music, since no one's heard from her, you know, we didn't break up or anything, so I just want y'all to know I had nothing to do with Mariana not listening to the show. <laughs> I just thought I'd crack a joke for Mariana's mom. Oh, I just wanted to say that.
11: But, hey, okay.
2: <laughs> we want to holler. Obviously, we all miss you, because when I'm missing, Mariana usually writes in and asks where I am, so, you know, we definitely, That's true. definitely like the listeners. And, you know, I want to shout out Kathleen, too. Um... I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to drag Kathleen's on. I know she's busy and, and running, but we're gonna to have to summon her up too. So Kathleen and
4: Mariana, who's missing,
2: um, we're gonna to have to grab them.
4: Yeah, we're gonna to have to grab them. So yeah, we is oh, P- out on both our favorite ladies. Yes, Mister. Yeah, yes, Yes.
2: Yeah. And and um, are we having a New Year's show this year? I just want to say that just to give you some time to
4: think ahead of a month. Got a month. Well, to I'm glad you that, said over. that. Yeah, thank you. And I think we are because you know. Momo B would kill me if we don't have one, so yeah, so shout out to Momo. No, yeah, so we're no. gonna do one as well. Yeah, Momo B's in the heat. Okay,
2: we want to remind the listeners that this is that is an adult only show and there will be liquor yeah, don't involved. Listen. So hey, yeah, no don't, listen. don't listen. Show. Don't listen. <laughs> don't listen. I don't it reminds so me, he's I don't
4: it. It <laughs> me be of it, it reminded me of the guy, it was a couple, uh, when I used to be in the chat room, they had come in and listened to the serious side and had all these raised comments, and so I guess they became subscribers. This is what the J. Roscoe was on, and so they subscribed, so I guess their, their subscription or whatever told them that there was a show Wednesday. And man when I tell you when they came in that chat room
11: <laughs> we were talking about some that stuff.
4: Boy, I tell you, man, I fell out laughing because they were like, Somebody they wrote, Well, we didn't expect to hear this. <laughs> that, was <Hey>. <laughs> that was what four years yeah, ago? That joke. was hilarious. Oh God. Oh hey. funny.
2: <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> to you. They they started drinking that day. They weren't drinkers before.
4: Because- <laughs> They had to the work
2: on
10: themselves.
4: Oh my god. One of the See, funniest Vanessa- things I can remember.
2: That's why Vanessa keeps telling everybody to go to church. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. stick
4: around, <laughs> I go to church. <laughs> that's, wind,
2: things, that's exactly yourself. why. Yeah. That that one example is why Vanessa keeps
4: saying that. <laughs> oh my god. And they had a photo, you know, they had a photo. It was an older white lady and her husband. <laughs> they had a little photo of themselves There's a little uh emoji or whatever you call those, icons, you know, when you signed up for an account. Oh, man, that was funny. Sorry about that, folks. Yeah. But, uh,
2: yeah. Thank you, man, to the serious side, but nothing
4: else.
11: <laughs> That's it. It. Don't do it. Oh, man, you are bad.
4: Oh, oh my it God. Easy. that it, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. I fell out laughing. All right, man. The you gets the first and the last word, the Elliott, that final thought. Love,
10: folks. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to Cinema and Mansion and tell them to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights and the Voting Rights Act. If they don't do it, our democracy, our democracy is at, at stake, folks. So you need to reach out to those two because those are those are the two that will not do anything with that damn filibuster. And you got you need to remind them that hey, when the Republicans wanted to pass the uh, to, to put to push the uh, Supreme Court justices through. What they do, they got they they voted that they they bypassed the filibuster. So hey, it ain't like it's never been done before. Make sure you reach out to Manchin and Cinema and let them know this is how you feel because your your democracy is at stake.
4: Yeah, and I don't know if Cinema was in uh, office then, but you're right about that uh, with Manchin. So good stuff, still ask as always. My final thoughts are going to be just once again to wish my big sister a happy birthday. I love you so much, and everything you said ditto back at you and i also want to say to someone that this name is going to ring a bell from back in the days, tyreek styles he celebrated her birthday my little brother i love you deaf man what than you'll ever know so i hope you enjoyed your day in mexico hanging out with your friend quote-unquote but it was a good thing so that being said oh i want to say what's up to all the listeners and uh Appreciate you. Want to say a special shout-out to my girl Momo Beezing. And my boy Rob Spoon, man, he listens all the time. One of the original, people don't know that, one of the original listeners, one of the original people on this show. That being said, Mr. L to the E to the S. if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend?
10: It's time for the serious side of the
4: J-Wow Show. Folks, it's been a pleasure to serve you. and We appreciate everything that you're doing. We thank you for allowing us to hang out with you every Sunday right here, same time, that channel. So, for Vanessa, for Jerome, for Jackie, for Mr. Elias, I'm Jay Riles saying how a wonderful work we can remember. If it is Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, it is the serious side of the J. Riles show. Don't go nowhere. Coming up next on a need-to-know basis with our main man, Mr. Jerome Esprit. Keep it locked.
1: You are listening
14: to the T.J.R.S. Radio Network. 5, 4,
11: 3, 2,
5: 1.
14: The first lady dazzles on election night in a... Tell me what do you
5: want me to do. I pledge allegiance to, to, to right? the flag of the
2: right.
4: United Del- Del- States Del- of America. <laughs> Alright folks, it is time for On a Need to Know Basis while main man Mr. Jerome is free. Jerome man, that was a good tease, man. What you got going on this morning? Well, you know, I before I go, you know, I just want to tell you, Jay, it is
2: nice how you can throw a little shade into your final comments every day. Just, huh? just, what I do What I do I can't remember I can't remember specifically who you were talking to. I'm like, Dang, Jay, just, just hurt people's feelings on your way out. But that <laughs> what? I just I just tell everybody to go listen to the rewind. So let's do it at high, time but I'm just
4: saying, <laughs> Like you're throwing shade at me right now, my man. Pops and Pans exactly.
2: See, I am glad you caught that. See how that works? <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I, I am glad you recognized. Jay's not gonna do that no more. I can guarantee it now. See, now that he saw it when it was pointed towards him, he was like, "Wait a minute, you tried to master that in a compliment, didn't you?" <laughs> oh my god.
4: I, I, I love this saying, man, y'all. I love him, my man. I love him. Fist bumps and, and, and a, you know it hugs. That's my boy, there. I love the death. Hey, all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, so, you know, I, okay. So I'll just, I'll just start with. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the the report that Hawaii had blizzard war- warnings over the weekend. They was expecting the twelfth the snow and winds of a hundred miles an hour is expected. Oh, so. Yeah, the National Weather Service um, put it into effect until um, um, sometime today that they were they're expecting that. So I'll be looking at the Weather Channel a to see blizzard. what they have. A blizzard but. Jerome,
9: They were talking about yep. it in Vegas, a blizzard.
2: Yep. When you start getting blizzards in deserts, <laughs> something else is going on, right?
9: In Hawaii. In Hawaii. Those yep. people probably going to get on the
2: coast. Yeah. Yeah, they said there's yeah. no. Um, this more than twelve inches could be coming to that, the mountainous regions of the Big Island. So, you know, that's going to be land. You know, they, they can't hold a lot of water like that. You would think in a tropical area they get a lot of water, but the mudslides and stuff and landslides got to be going to be crazy if they get that much snow. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be horrible. So just wanted wow. to to, um, to start off with with a little weather just to say that. Now, you know, they have a Every now and then we have new COVID studies And stuff to come out So I want to make sure I put this out there That the uh, University in London Mary University in London Queen Mary University in London They found that people with allergy uh, Allergic conditions like hay fever um, You know, asthma um, And other um, atopic diseases Is what they said Had a 40% lower risk of COVID-19 infections. Now, Hmm. we always hear the opposite. Like, you have these pre-existing conditions, you can be worse. But they found a 40% lower risk of COVID if you have asthma, eczema, and hay fever. Isn't that weird?
11: Hmm. So, people
2: who have allergies, for some reason, COVID is not sticking in your body. uh, There's something else going on, people. So, every time there's a new Hmm. variant, um, they've already found that people... Um, in some studies with the new variant that people who have already had um, vaccinations are still not as at high risk you can still get COVID but you um, are more likely not and I don't like to use double negatives here but you're not likely to have severe COVID or have to go to the hospital if you've already had a vaccination that's what they found with the new variant as well so far now Barbados Um, becomes a a republic um, as the island cuts their ties with the UK now Rihanna and Prince Charles and those guys attended um, but Prince Charles brands slavery as appalling atrocity which forever stains our history is what Prince Charles said so the Caribbean island has cut ties with Britain after 396 years After it became a part of the British Empire under King James I, um, the handover of power uh, was um, chosen on the anniversary that the Barbados independence from Britain in 1966. So they chose that day specifically. Um, The island's most famous star is the um, singer Rihanna. I don't know if I like to call her a pop singer, but Rihanna is just Rihanna. Um, and she actually received the honor of National Hero of Barbados Is what they gave her as the title The president kind of gave that to her But um, there was a planned mm. protest Against Prince Charles His presence there um, And they called for slave slavery Reparations from the royal family mm. They cancel Yeah, they canceled the protest Because of COVID they, they were denied a permit To protest because of COVID But you know, I, I, there are documented, and I didn't get the numbers, but I did see them, of how much money Britain stole from that island. Like how much money they made off of them doing slavery and all that. That's, those mm. numbers are documented. And small countries like Britain and France and Portugal, all of those really small nations made a ton of money off of all of these other countries. All of these African nations. Um, being colonizers, made them wealthy. And I know I've talked about this before, but in news I really like to kind of cut through the BS of history. But a part of the problem is, is when Libya, which, which has sweet crude oil, which means that the crude oil was not treated as much when they get it out of the ground, they were wealthy African nations, and people hated Gaddafi because the the West wanted that oil, and so we didn't just call it buzz. It so when Gaddafi went to the African Union, which was made up of other African nations, and they said, we need to build currency off of the value of our material wealth. Which means if you if you have gold, if you have platinum mines, your currency should reflect the value of your uh, based on the material wealth that you have. Now, the trick of that is the European nations don't have any value. The United States does have a lot of natural resources, natural gas and stuff, but Europe, France, all those guys—they, I mean, England, France and all those guys—are not. They don't have any material wealth unless they colonize and take it from somebody else. So it's interesting mm. that even talking about this, that the people of Barbados, even though this is a story. They're still calling for reparations from the royal family because their wealth is based on the backs of stealing it from somebody else. Again, we we I have a society that we're like, can't we just move on from now nah, you're free?
11: Yeah.
2: Of, yeah. Yeah. I say, I give you a prime example of Cuba, right? Yes. Yeah.
9: We went over to Barbados, and when we were over to, at Barbados, we noticed that. This, is gonna, this makes me laugh. I Think about Barbados. The blue jeans, Levi's, that you get from Walmart that cost nineteen ninety five are like $80 over there. It's like, are you serious? Y'all are ripping yes. these black people off. Yes. A pair of yep. jeans, $80, that you can go yeah. and get at Walmart, probably on the clearance rack for $10. they are $80. <laughs> I, I was like, can you go some places that Britain did not, they have separated from, and those people live in the slums. You know what? I know people get upset with me when I talk about Queen Elizabeth, but you know what? That lady got some stuff to answer for. She really, really does. Yeah. She really does. Now, I followed them, but she got some stuff. She left those black people hung out in a lot of different places. And, let's, we're going to do a cruise, and I'm going to show you. Well, you okay. well, take
2: Yeah. Huh? Now- I was gonna say now. I don't know if I want, I don't know if Les is gonna want you want you to take him on that cruise. That cruise may <laughs> not be a happy one for Les. I don't mean to talk to you, brother, because I know you're there. I know I wouldn't like this. No, cruise. no,
9: it's fine. It's just that it's some places that people need to see that they don't understand what this lady has done. But anyway, anyway, continue. Yes. I'm sorry. Thank yes.
2: you. Yes. So, so Britain, as well as you know, and I know. Again, we like to kind of put a pin in history with this, but as well, you know, South Africa had that problem. So when South Africa, F.W. LeClerc, um, um, as evil as his butt was, you know, once Mandela said, oh, you know what, we need to unify the country, everybody act like, F., you know, the clerk and, and those guys were national heroes, as evil as they were. And once the United States started divesting because of, um, you know, Congress actually passed something. You know, Maxine Waters and those guys headed that up back then. Reagan had no choice, so he called Margaret Thatcher. They called, um, I can't remember who the president was. Who's the president of um, of South Africa? Um, I don't know. He shared power with Mandela when he got out, but they called them yeah, and you know, said also? we can't back you anymore. Huh? Wasn't it Bosa? Uh, what was his name? I, I can't, can't remember, remember the his name. name. I just, I just remember he's bald. That's all I can think of. Like I can yeah. see his face. But, but they, they because. actually told South because. Africa, we're not backing you anymore because we have to defund you. So they let off the backs of those black people because the United States and England was not supporting their government anymore. But that's what it took. No, F.W., the, the clerk? clerk. Yes, yes, yes. It was the clerk. He was there. He was their president. Um, yeah, I think the clerk was at the time. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so so we have that problem all over the place. Um, Court d'Ivoire or the Ivy Coast and all of those, it is the people who are colonizing them that is still standing on their necks. And we need to call that stuff out if we're going to... Not if we're going to be a free society, we need to just be free, right? So, you don't want to hear truth, you can turn to somebody else if you want to, right? And I don't mean to put it in a in, in a sarcastic way, but everybody should want to know what is going on and make a decision on what side you stand on. So even if you uh, approve that, truth is still better than um, than not knowing, and acting mm-hmm. as if black happy doing slavery, like I. That is another thing, you know. When people say that, I always kind of think, I don't think they were really <laughs> listening to old Negro spirituals, <laughs> like what they say. People were happy. Yeah, like, uh,
10: really. waiting in the water was letting letting you know, hey, look, I'm here. Come on, let's escape. Let's, let's escape. Come on. Yeah, escape. yeah. Come on. You know your history. Know,
2: yeah. If any time I think of that song in particular, I almost hesitate on saying what the meaning of wait in the Water is. Because if you were stupid enough to think that they were happy singing that, you need to be stupid enough, <laughs> right? But I will say it exactly. again. Wade in the water was a way to escape so that they couldn't track you. So they were just telling you right. if you're going to escape. Wade in the water. Wade in the water, children. Right? Because yep. someone's trying to track you. But white folks was listening to that, and they were clapping along. It was like, hey, they're having fun out there.
11: <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: So we got to- <laughs> Let them wow. believe what they want to Right So um, You know Legendary I, I don't even want to just call him A music producer If you have not seen the documentary On Netflix The Black Godfather Claire I mean Ava, Um His wife was shot dead by robbers In a home invasion And um, crazy, he, he lived man. in an ungated um, Los Angeles neighborhood His wife of 54 years, Jacqueline Avon was rushed to the hospital before police arrived. She later died in the hospital. She was 81 years old. Um, now, I'm not going to go through how much money he's worth, and he was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, later this week. I, his
10: his. That's just crazy, his, man. But I'm go ahead. That's yeah, I'll let you go on this.
2: That is crazy. Like, his... His, the couple's daughter, Nicole, is currently married to Netflix CEO, um, and she was an ambassador to the Bahamas when um, President Obama was um, in office in 2009. And, um, you know, I, I I hesitate on, you know, the stuff that she did for the Trumpet Award. She, she actually has done a lot. She was a former Ebony fashion fair model for those of us who are old enough to actually remember when they used to tour the country. They was coming to a city near mm-hmm. you. Yep. A city near you, yep. the Ebony <laughs> Fashion Fair, right? Back exactly. <laughs> I, okay, I was young and I never had gone, but I do remember them and seeing them in the Jet Magazine with City, uh, Ebony Fashion Fair was. I'm yep. not going to say that I was looking at the center page of the jet magazine <laughs> but that's another story it is sunday we can't talk about that um exactly. now, yeah now netflix did um they actually streamed the black godfather as a series in 2019 um they caught the suspect some guy um, ariel maynard 29 faced charges um in the in the murder like on early wednesday caught him like the next day and um they said that he was caught at another home invasion where he shot himself in the foot. So that's how they caught him. Um Wow in there. But, Wow, wow. Yeah. Police police evidence suggests that Maynard shot himself with the same AR fifteen that he used in the murder of um of Avon's um, <laughs> of Avon's wife. And that two crimes, um Further tied them together by su- surveillance footage of his vehicle. Now, here's here's what I want to say about because it, it, there's been a lot of chatter on social media about this. So, you know how when someone famous passes or something happens, it's always conspiracy or sacrifice stuff, right? And when this first happened, my immediately re- immediate response was that is somebody who didn't see Black Godfather for one. <laughs> exactly. And
10: two, exactly. I felt
2: I felt like. If that guy, when he finds out who Clarence Avant is, he's going to either turn himself in or he's going to disappear. And I didn't think they were going to ever find out who did it because once word hit the streets, I think that guy was going to be gone. So I didn't know if the person was black or white, but it did not matter because Clarence Avant has helped President Carter, um, um, Clinton, Obama, like um, Biden – the Justice Department or the FBI or CIA, somebody was going to find who killed Clarence oh, Avon's yeah. wife. Oh, oh, like, yeah. so,
10: that is no joke so there.
2: Yeah. So if you don't know, Clarence Avon helped snoop out doing his gun charge stuff, puffy out on him um, stuff. Like, Clarence Avon's um, relationship across the board said to me that they're going to regret. Like, if it, it, was, it was random. I think they didn't shoot his wife on purpose i think they went and shot up the house and hit his wife is what i think happened because the way they described it they just said the guy you know somebody went in shooting in the house so whether they thought anybody was home or not it's a whole other story but either way um here's just my prediction um i don't plan on seeing that guy make it to trial that's just my that's just my thought
10: (laughs) I don't either, to be honest, brother. Mm-mm.
2: You can tell I have no sympathy for, I have no sympathy for people who commit crimes against senior citizens. Honestly, she was eighty-one, right? You could its just material stuff. You could have gone in there, take stuff, and left. But killing senior citizens—people put in all these years, retire, and you're lazy, butt going to go in there and think that you're, you know, strong-arming a senior citizen—that's always the same. Uh-huh. So
10: that is, yeah. That
2: is. Yeah. So, so yeah. So anyway, if you haven't seen it, go watch the Black Godfather, and you'll see what um, Les and I are talking about. <laughs> so we'll just leave it at that.
10: <laughs> exactly.
2: The Houston authorities have confirmed on Friday that a series of checks and cash were found by a plumber in the wall of Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church.
11: <laughs> they're
2: 2004 <laughs> heist where four where six hundred thousand dollars went missing so the houston police department posted uh-huh. a statement of the investigation launched after um the guy okay so there was a toilet or something that was plugged up so he removed it found some loose um tiles and some checks and money fell out the wall now well, i don't think yeah, I don't think we would have found out about this, but the, the plumber, they only released his name, Justin. Uh, it, I didn't know, Lakewood is the America's largest church. Did you know that?
11: Uh,
10: no, I, they, I didn't. Yeah. I figured it had to be somewhere in there because yeah, there is the old Houston, where the Houston Rockets used to play at.
2: Yeah, it, <laughs> in the Summit. And actually, I went to a Prince mm-hmm. concert in the Summit, so they're rocking something else in there now. But, <laughs> but um They said in 2014, there was 43,500 parishioners at that church. That
4: was their weekly attendance
2: was 43,500 with their multiple services. So, and and now, today, they said it's somewhere around 52,000 that attend multiple services a week at Lakewood.
11: 52,000
2: So Okay now Okay I know uh, this is Sunday And um, Joe Osteen Is Trump's boy And I don't understand why anybody goes to Joe Osteen's Church for It kills me just to even talk about him Because um, Of his He's just my friend and I'm gonna be Neutral while Trump Is um of going against his parishioners he has a big large mm-hmm. a contingency of black folks that go to his church and
11: mm-hmm.
2: so me joe osteen is jim jones so say what you want to say <laughs> but just in the demographics so don't come back and send your letters to jay or anything i'm not alleging that he's making them drinking kool-aid or anything like that i am just saying the demographics that he's pulling out is kind of like a Jim Jones-ish But he has the largest church And um, First of all The $600,000 that was stolen Was insured, right? So when the plumber found That money He called the um, Supervisors or whatever At the church And do you know it took them seven hours to get there They didn't oh. care So Crime Stoppers offered this $25,000 reward leading to the arrest of whoever stole it, but no arrest was made. The plumber is saying he is, he's talking about it, so he went on the radio because they won't give him an, a reward for finding that $600,000. Really? No. Wow. As, as much money as that church has, as much as they, they already collected... So they didn't lose any money. They were insured, so they already got their money, and they still won't even help out the guy who found it. They're probably mad that he found
11: yeah.
2: it. Because uh-huh. they started to it, and early in the week, they did say that they were investigating Joe Osteen because who steals something and leaves it in the church? So <laughs> he, they, they want to know if it's a scam that they staffed that money, told the parishioners, we need extra money. Because we just got $600,000 stolen yeah. from us. It might have been a, have been yeah. a grab for more donations. So, so Osteen's getting investigated because of that. They didn't let him off the hook yet, but you have to remember during the pandemic that um, Osteen's church received $4.4 4 million in COVID relief
11: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: and then got chained. And then the Houston Chronicle reported that they returned the money later like they <laughs> they are just sitting on my, okay so anyway enough yeah. with our scam news today but i just want to make sure i say that that um that church is um is raking in cash that's all i want to say about that mm-hmm. and so you know joe Osteen's, by the way he's um pretty much condemned because he teaches that he often preaches that Wealth is a sign of God's favor. So if you have money, that means God loves you. You know He teaches mm. that? Prosperity teaching. Really? Those things. Bless anybody who watches that, too, because you're going to need it. <laughs> like, I can't mm. borrow no money from okay. you. All right. Now, mm. almost two years into the pandemic, you know, black people and members of other racial ethnic minority groups in Britain are still dying of the coronavirus at a higher rate than white residents. And that's likely because of lower vaccination rates is what they're saying. So the government commissioned uh, a report, in, which just came out on Friday, and the research found that vaccinations have sharply reduced COVID-19 deaths amongst people of all um, ethnicities, but black and South Asian Britons die at a higher rate, even though white people are more likely to test positive for the virus. Again, I just want to do disparity in all <laughs> European nations When it comes to life, people <laughs> just mm-hmm. want to put that out for them Because apparently it don't matter Where we go, LES. We're not You getting ain't
10: lying there, brother
2: <laughs> ain't Right, lying. it's like no matter what Yep Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah And you know, and it was just um, You know, and last show I did this story about the um, I think that It said that People in Britain um, people in Britain uh, Who are white Are dying more frequently From um, Brain cancer and stuff Than black people or any other ethnicity um, so, Yeah it, it's, it's a weird statistic of saying Like yeah if they catch certain diseases They die a whole lot faster But things that they can treat you for Black people die more of Because so they're not getting treated Is the more of that story you know, so it's the, it's yeah. the inequity in the, in, the, um, in the medical system is where this is coming from. All right, now, wow. yeah, just same, same story, different, different continent, different country. Now, um, a military anti-extreme probe finds that U.S. Army had the highest number of racist incidents this year with 33 while there were 30 in the Navy, 7 in the Marine Corps. And um, the Air Force says 10 members um, took part in the January 6th riot, by the way. <laughs> so, what? The, yes. You know, and they were active members of the uh, really? Air Force. And in the, 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 the uh, insurrection. I don't know why they keep calling it a riot. Because a riot implies that it was like like a spontaneous Event and got carried away With their emotions but they planned that So yeah So the Department of Defense Inspector General report has revealed that Incidents of racism and and Extremism In all branches of government In the United military um, The highest number of racist Incidents were in the army with 33 now I honestly um, I would have to ask somebody in the Military but Those are just the ones that are reported I guarantee you that it's a thousand times higher than that <laughs> because, mm. because you know You don't want the stigma of reporting Racist accident unless you can prove it So I'm sure it's probably worse But anyway that was what, Those were the numbers Now a mm. Fordham Professor 69 who was fired For a sex act during a Zoom lecture through the university Over civil rights violations Along with the student Who reported it now, Professor Howard Robinson, 69, is alleged of being caught um, self-pleasuring doing a Zoom lecture in 2000, September 2020, and his student captured it on video, and she reported it, and um, he's suing them. Again, this is white privilege. Nobody black – now, this is a black and white situation. Nobody black who got (laughs) caught doing something like that would be like, I'm suing y'all because I got a right to do that. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Yeah. I'm boredom
10: President. Oh, man. It's he got caught.
2: Yeah, and he got caught. Now, speaking of college professors, now a New York City college president who was fired for sexually harassing at least 10 women and settling out of court with them, As being reinstated to his old job. Now (laughs) he was fired from his job as president of the S.A.S. College in Brooklyn in 2019 after at least 10 students and staff members accused him of sexual misconduct, including rape. Now Cindy of his Johnson and coercing students. I said Johnson, that's why I can't say this other word. Coercing students uh, to rely on him for employment and visas into sex. Like, he persuaded them in sex. Now, the allegations resulted in more than a $2 million out-of-court settlement, according to the letter from the College Board and the New York City Commission of Human Rights. But last month, he was reinstated as the head of the for-profit school with campuses in new york city and florida he had shared the letter um with the board of trustees from his sex addiction therapist saying that she worked with him on issues of victim empathy and accountability so when the board initially rejected his request for reinstatement this is according to the daily news He ousted five members of that seven-member board who voted against his reinstatement and replaced them with his allies who voted him back on the job Eleven. That sounds like Trump, right? When people don't like you, you just fire everybody until people like you. That's what he did to federal Mm. government. And Biden's too polite. Biden and his administration is too polite just to go, like, sift all them Trump people up out of there.
10: Get, God, he, got, can't he, can't, he can't he Biden can't even get his administration in place, man, 'cause everybody yeah. the, the Republican Party
2: refused to let him put it in place. Yeah. I'm like, Damn. I guarantee well, you, you know man. I guarantee you next year they'll be like, Well, let's see if he wins the presidency and we'll see if we'll give him a cabinet on his re election. They haven't mm-hmm. given him a cabinet yeah. on the first one. And right. that's they're good at this. They're good at this. Whereas when Trump got there They were like, oh, yeah, we're going to waive filibuster because he has a right to have his own administration and to do his job. Right, But Biden doesn't.
10: Mm-mm.
2: Yep. So the Republicans will get rid of filibuster, but the Democrats are like, well, we need to be fair and put the system back in place. So you're solidifying the people who have broken your system. You're solidifying those people (laughs) in place. It's just like the Mm postmaster general should have been gone yeah. Day one, and so mail is slowed yeah. down by about three days now because he exactly. is intending to it down for the next election that's coming up.
11: Yeah.
2: they did that just mm-hmm. to slow down voter voter mailing. I mean, um, yeah, voters mailing in there. Yeah. So anyway, um, so he ended up um, getting rid of them. In addition of being the the Brooklyn College president. He's also the founder of the school in 1985, and he uses legal authority as the sole owner of that school to remove five members of that seven-member bo- board who voted against them and replace them with his hand-pushed allies. So he owned the school. They voted him out, and he went to court and said, you know what, y'all all fired, and put five people in that liked him and got his job back.
11: Mm, mm,
2: mm. Yeah. Apparently, wow. apparently that was legal That's what they're saying of course. So mm-hmm. again Each law has a counter law That you know White folks seem to use to their benefit But to us You know Most people would just say we're not sending our kids to that person's school We're not going to do it But he still gets the key mm-hmm. Because it's a for profit school And it's not a public enemy, uh, a public entity they might be public oh, enemies, but right. no public enemy,
10: right? <laughs> is, now, is, I mean, come along, man, really? Yeah, is
2: ridiculous, man. Yeah. See, the, you the, know, the you reason I doing stuff, yeah, the, and the reason why I always do these stories is because when you say the stuff later, people usually say stuff like, "Oh, that don't happen." Where'd you hear that? These are these are it. news stories that's coming through the regular news feed. So nobody highlights that because white folks don't like to look at themselves in the mirror because it makes them feel some kind of way personally. But these are true stories. Now, a Denver man was acquitted of murder. He sued the police for withholding evidence. So a Denver architect who was acquitted by a jury of first-degree murder last year sued the city police department on Friday claiming that he was – maliciously prosecuted after his fiance took her own life. And according to the complaint, he was held for 72 days without bail while police department withheld ex um, or whatever thought. They, they held evidence uh, from his attorney uh, that would have allowed him to claim the prosecution lacked um, probable cause. So they withheld um, his... Um, Withheld this evidence. So people don't believe the police Mm. department does that. So this Mm -hmm. is not just the DA. The police held the information so that they couldn't even look at it. Because, you know, the law is that you can hold somebody in jail for 72 hours without even charging them and then just let them go. Right? So they're going to be like, oh, I didn't sex. But they held him 72 days, and they wouldn't show them the evidence so that they can keep him in there. They were trying to sweat him to Mm. make him, like... You know make him confess Confess to, to something he didn't do
10: They That's tried it Kind of like the brother out of New York Who uh, committed suicide Who they say stole a backpack And held him in jail for three years I three can't years. remember his name now Three years yep. and, he didn't, and then they found out he didn't even do it
2: Which, Yeah mm. Yeah Yeah and so even watching this So it, it's crazy That we you know we keep suspending our belief that, you know, the system works. You know, it's, 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 it's this the thing with the Aubrey case, the um, prosecutor literally came out and said since those three white men were convicted that the system works. And I beg to differ. Just really? because they were fairly convicted don't mean it still works. Just because every now and then a white person goes to jail, don't mean the system works. They're telling you that exactly. so that you really. won't do anything different.
10: Really, it's the Rittenhouse should, should have been in jail. Yeah, uh, bottom house, of
2: And his mama, mm-hmm. his mama should mm-hmm. been in jail. Exactly. Exactly. Right, because if she's underage and she's um, she's encouraging him, which she literally did too as well, then technically she needs to take some responsibility. For, for influencing um, him if you think that he's underage. But here we go again, right? Now, um, CNN fired anchor Chris Cuomo on Saturday after details emerged about how he assisted his brother, former New York Governor Anthony Cuomo, and um, as he faced you know, sexual harassment allegations. So the network suspended him earlier in the week to investigate his conduct. Um, New York Attorney General released details showing that he was more involved than previously known and helping to strategize and reach out to other journalists on his brother um, as his brother um, kept the it, You know, fought to keep his job. So Cuomo issued a statement on Twitter calling the decision disappointing. Now, I'm no Chris Cuomo fan. I don't actually like Chris Cuomo, like just generally. But it's it's a, if this is brother, he can call his brother and ask him how to handle anything. I don't think that should be a part of your job that you can't talk to your family members.
10: I agree on I that know. one.
2: Yeah. If, if somebody told me that I can't talk to a relative because of my job, I am probably going to quit my job. There is no way to live. So who else? They, and I guess a part of it was that he... They say that he helped them strategize and reach out, but I think it was because they said that he helped write um, his response to something. But how many times do you call a relative and, and say, hey, you know, what's the weather outside, or, or how do I write this, or you're in this field, can you help me um, balance my checkbook, whatever. Like you're going to call your family to help you with any personal problem that you have, you know, um so i don't i don't i think that if there is an exception to a rule, he didn't go out of his way to help some some guy that was his brother
10: well so, but was there, that he was suppressing uh he was he was trying to suppress uh um, uh the the witnesses he was trying to suppress information from the witnesses so I was like yeah, well, but he did that then
2: yeah well but here's here's yeah. the thing. He's not, uh, you know, personally, I think that he can recuse himself. Like, so, uh, okay, he's in the news business, and he's reading copy, but the Chris Cuomo show that was on, ESP, uh, which was on CNN is like Hannity show. Those are not news shows. Those are people talking about news, but they're technically talk shows talking about news. And so if the network would have said, hey, you can't talk about anything that has to do with your brother, been fine, that was free game. He didn't have to talk about it. Suppressing news because he would not talk about it. He's not on the news side of reporting news. So technically, you know, it's like watching Fox, which I don't do, but it's like watching Fox where, you know, something will happen. Um, they pass infrastructure, and some fools over there talking about Biden's son took a trip to a massage parlor. Like, they, they changed the topic completely. Because so they're not obligated to tell you news. That is just okay, them so doing a talk show. They get to determine the whatever way I understood, they're I thought, he was,
10: I thought he was suppressing, uh, he was, uh, suppressing the witnesses.
2: That's the way I understood
10: it. Uh, I don't know if yeah. that's, uh, that's true or not.
2: Yeah, see, I don't know that part. The only part I know about is uh, the part that they're reporting about CNN's response. But I don't know what he did specifically behind the scenes. They mentioned that he helped write a rebuttal and they said in um he reached out to other journalists but if if he did that then technically he can be brought up on charges of about like tampering witness tampering if if there was a case but i don't think there was a case i think they were uh,
10: Ah, okay. I, I thought they were bringing him up on charges. That's why, because we, me and Jay were well, arguing earlier. He said, "Would you go to jail for that?" I was like, "Hell, no! Nah, I'm not going to jail for nobody." Uh, uh-uh. uh no, I'm
2: not. Oh, oh, for for that whole witness sampling part? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, you should have did it if that was the case. I mean, but again, this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is out there, so we're about to watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name? Giselle Maxwell or whatever her name is, we're about to watch her go mm-hmm. down for that. She facilitated those young girls in putting, in putting them in that position. So the defense is really trying to make it about Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein because he's not here, and not about her. But she posted them, she paid them, she told them what to do, she dressed them like she facilitated it. So you can't mm-hmm. be a pimp and act like you ain't one. I'm saying a leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't do that. So yeah, so if if Chris Cuomo actually had some interaction with the women that are accusing him, yeah, like there could be some there could be some um, liability in there somewhere for him. Like he could be responsible. Mm-hmm. They can hold him responsible for tampering with him.
11: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Now there's a. a a class uh, class action suit of black voters that's filed in federal court challenging Ohio's newly drawn election maps. Now they're claiming that they violate the Voting Rights Act by diluting black voting power across the state. Now I'm not I'm surprised that we don't see a bunch of those um, lawsuits going up now for what Texas is doing, but mm. other people are doing across the board. I'm surprised that that stuff is not in the news, but. Um, like you said earlier, pass the the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Wave the filibuster yeah. and do it. Like how I many yeah. news stories you can give to Christian Cinema and Joe Manchin to tell them, y'all need to stop. Yes. Yeah. But they're holding it down. They're holding it down yeah. for for white supremacy.
10: Because I, like, I, I our democracy is on the line, man. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ
2: yeah but I, I think they're proud of that. They want the democracy to stand and name only if they can yeah. control everybody else, and again, that's a, that's a pathology that um, some people need to, to go see a therapist about because again, I know it sounded a little disgusting when we said this, you know months ago on the show, but you're talking about people who who had cookouts, who got out of church. And watch somebody hang and then sat there and ate like ain't nothing happened. Or burnt people and watched them and, you know, went on about their day. They dressed up to go watch somebody get lynched. So I'm not saying that um, everybody needs therapy, but in the words of um, Jack Nicholson in the first Batman, this town needs an enema. Like somebody (laughs) needs a kid. They need to clean out. (laughs) <laughs>
10: they, they, um, no joke, man, brother.
2: <laughs> that wasn't me, that was Jack Nicholson left. That was that was uh that was Jack Nicholson, That wasn't me. Now the Uber is paying nine million dollars in sexual assault uh in a sexual assault um settlement. Now, I didn't Really i again i didn't see too much about this news story, so I just kind of wanted to say this because it's in court. but the um, California Public Utilities Commission um, had told Uber to hand over information about assault and harassment, but um, it didn't do Uber didn't do it so at the time, Uber had argued that it would be a shocking violation of privacy for the victim that was funny, and the payment uh, reduced from the initial $59 million fine would help fund passenger safety and promotion. They didn't want that settlement, so they gave them $59 million and said, hey, let's just promote uh, uh, passenger safety. But the settlement between Uber and um, the California Public Utilities Commission and the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network um, brings an end to the dispute lasting almost two years over whether Uber should hand over the record uh, reporting incidents involving drivers. Now, this is not just random stuff. This is their drivers, right? So, Uber ha- had argued that disclosing such records would be traumatic for those who've been assaulted and might discourage uh, reports in the future. I tell you what doesn't discourage them, getting <laughs> getting a settlement. Right? Really? So, yeah. so, Uber tried, tried to do it, but... Um, the following um, Uber appeal, it, it appealed this agreement. Um, so the settlement of $9 million, which results $5 million being spent on victims of violence and sexual violence, victims of violence and sexual violence, um, preferably, preferably those who were passengers, and $4 million would be spent on addressing violence in the um, passenger carrier industry. Uber will also pay an extra $150,000 for the California State General Fund. Now, okay, so here's what I don't like about this kind of stuff is that they're paying fines, but the people who were harmed aren't getting anything. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're paying really? all these commissions and paying fines, but the people who were harmed need to sue Uber. So Jealous. just so that they don't admit to stuff, they will settle – with the state so that they don't have to pay individuals the people who were actually damaged and who who should have damages now not just to get on uber it's not only uber that had this problem but they're saying that Lyft, which is another ride um, right sharing kind of app um, in the u.s. reported more than 4,000 incidents of sexual assault between 2017 and 2019 and it's the um first safety report was published earlier this year, so it happens with rideshare i you know have this have you ever heard of this happening with cab drivers? I just to put nope. that out there. not at all so so when they started doing rideshare, this when we started to have all these sexual, So i don't I don't know if it's easier. you had to have a license to be a cab driver like they you know how they had your license picture up there and you had to get a license from the state. I think they ran background checks on most cab drivers. They don't do that for hmm. for Uber and Lyft drivers. That's why they say it's cheaper, but I think that that ride share stuff's got to stuff gotta be pretty expensive. Right. You know, I've never taken an Uber, so I don't know. And I know a few people well, who I've drive.
10: a couple out in Vegas.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it would make sense, not, but, right. you know, in to take them. But... I'm thinking that cab drivers at least had to mount their picture and their license on their dashboard like you knew who they Mm -hmm. were. You know what I mean? Uber drivers, I know, through the app, when you select um, to pay, that they're identifying the drivers. But for some reasons, the drivers feel pretty comfortable at at assaulting their passengers, especially if they're drunk, because, you know, people get in the car drunk. So there's no accountability. Not saying that they deserve that. At all, don't want to hear it. But you know what I mean. Like if they, cool. I think people feel like they can get away with stuff. They try it. Now, um, police in the state of Oregon are investigating the poisoning of eight gray wolves that were found dead by officials earlier this year. Five wolves were discovered um, in February, and another um, and another three were found later. So tests confirm that the poisoning poisonous substance had killed the wolves, but they're asking for help from the public and conservative groups, and they're offering $26,000 for information leading to conviction. I don't like those. Again, they have to lead to conviction. But in a statement, the Oregon State Police said that the initial batch of five wolves, all who were collared, collared members of the same pack, were found dead along with a nearby magpie. You know, I could only think of those old cartoons I hear the word magpie. But anyway. It's <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I hear that, this the only time I ever hear that word magpie is the cartoon. But, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so they exhausted leagues. And, um, you know, I didn't know this, but a conviction for taking, uh, for taking or possessing a wolf is a felony and could result to prison to up to five years and a fine of $125,000. Mm. you know that? Mm. So, and a lesser misdemeanor charge for placing a toxic substance where wildlife can access it can be punishable up to one year in jail and fines over $6,000. Man, so you can kill people and get less time than poisoning a wolf, apparently. I mean, but really? I don't mean to make comparison, but that's pretty much how it goes. Now, you know, there's a newly released footage that captures the moment that um, alleged Capitol insurrectionist Daniel Rodriguez broke down. He was 38, mm-hmm. broke down on the stand, calling himself a piece of S.H., you know, <laughs> yeah. during his interrogation yeah. <laughs> um, after he tasered the <laughs> cop. Like, he yep. tasered the policeman and then was like, hey, I'm just a jerk. It's like, nope, you Mm -hmm. need to go to jail. Like, just as you break down crying now, everybody, when there's a mob, (laughs) mentality going on. When you have, like, hundreds of people storming it, you you yelling stuff and kicking people who you normally um, wouldn't even speak to, and now you feel sorry, now that you caught. Here we go with that again. That's what got
10: me. And I saw an
11: interview, I was, I, was, I was caught up, oh, Trump
10: asked me to come. Yeah, yeah, he asked you to come. You mean, you yeah. had to do it. You're one right. dumb, you
2: dumb If you mm-hmm. want to be weak, be weak. Mm-hmm. And, 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 speaking of people who got caught up, now, this is a great segue. A 101-year-old Nazi concentration camp guard who's the oldest person charged with complicity And the murder of thousands of detainees, claimed in court that he was just a farmhand working nearby. (laughs) Wow. I mean, like, I don't even know why anybody's talking to me. Now, he's charged with knowingly and willingly assisting in murder of 3,518 people at that particular death camp that was near um, North Berlin between 1942 and 1945. But he stubbornly maintains that he was just a civilian, despite documents clearly showing a man with the same name, same date and place of birth, working there from October 1941 to um, February 1945. Now, here's the thing. He filled out the paperwork for his military service. He had he, The judge read his East German pension documents. You know what that fool said?
9: Wow. He wow. signed
2: them without properly reading them. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> he was getting a pension. he was like, it wasn't me. Well, they just wow. arrest him for, for for embezzling money or something. But, mm-hmm.
11: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah. He still said, uh, yeah, yeah, I get a pension. And I worked there, but I was just a farmhand. And, uh
11: mm-hmm. hey,
2: must have mm-hmm. been somebody else. He's a hundred and one. No, it wasn't no. me. I guess, yeah. I guess
10: that old Shab- I- that Shabba song that uh wasn't me. It holds close for him. Yeah. Brother. Oh
2: yeah, Sammy. Wasn't wow. me. Yeah. Yes, there you go.
10: Now, mm-hmm. what if, if you're
2: wondering why, uh, what is going on with these people getting arrested? Here's here's what happened. So the most recent recent SS guard, this guy Bruno Day, who was found guilty at age ninety three. He was given a two-year suspended sentence. They're not putting them in jail, mind you. But prosecutors are investigating eight other cases, according to the central office, for the investigation of the National Socialist Crimes. They're still hunting down yeah. Nazis. And what they're saying is that it's not as important that they convict them now, because they're in their 90s, some of them, it's, it's that they need to know exactly what happened and where the bodies are buried Dang. and all that. They're doing this for the historical record sake. That's why they're going through all this trouble. <laughs> now, January yeah. 6th, not even a year old, the Republicans don't even want to know what happened. They're going nope. back to 1945 wanting to clear up a historical record, and the people in this country are like, oh, that happened in January last year, we shouldn't even be worried about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, you know, <laughs> they, 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 they
10: don't want to know But they, they sure the hell want to know about Benghazi
2: Oh they I sure know They sure want to know about Benghazi I know they, they, Again they're so clever at beating down Like the impression Of people and it's effective Like you know Biden's. We've done this on this show and talked about Biden's um, low approval ratings Which is garbage mm-hmm. Because Biden has Pulled off not only the job's Act or the stimulus stuff that they've done, and now the infrastructure, those are two of the biggest legislations that we've had in this country's history, like seriously. So his mm-hmm. accomplishment is, is, is great already within a year, but nobody even sees that because we focus on negative so much in this country. It goes, well, let's talk about the pandemic, and I don't want to wear a mask, and all this little crazy mm-hmm. sidebar that people won't see the forest for the trees, but if this was um Trump, he wouldn't have any news conferences and he would only tell you what he wants you to know and then you mm-hmm. would think he's the greatest slice sliced bread.
10: That's what they do. Yep. They're That's, really good mm-hmm. they're really good
2: and really efficient and proficient at it. Like they know what they're doing. You know? And, and it's not because people are stupid; is that people don't have time to sit through and listen through explanations. And, and by the way, I want to say this: you know, it's I am starting to talk more on the show, opposed to doing news stories. So if you want, like, any questions about anything, if you send them in, we'll start to address some of those things. Because I realize in the real world, for me, I do get a lot of calls and a lot of. You know, from different leaders or people who are business leaders or or politicians, who are asking me questions to explain some of the stuff to them. So I know that in our regular daily lives, that you don't get the stuff out of the news. So if there's a topic outside of that, um, I think Jay did what earlier said earlier from one of the um, listeners that they wanted me to answer a question. Please feel free to do that. Now, Hmm. if you're now don't don't believe that I'm not above uh, or yeah that I'm not above cussing you out, so if you send me some nonsense, jay don't Jay's not gonna give me because you will get cussed out. like I'm not that dog, I'm nice now <laughs> like, so don't, don't get that twisted. Don't think that you can't be mean and smart at the same time. just, just, just know I don't have a height of that. now, Jackie Johnson, the former district attorney um former Georgia district attorney, she's facing five years in prison for violating her. Uh, her oath of office and obstructing justice in that uh, Ahmad Aubrey case. Now, according to the indictment filed by Georgia's Bureau of Investigation back in September, Gregory uh, McMichael, her former employee, um, called her after his son, Travis, fatally shot Aubrey in February at around the same time the police investigating the case called her asking for advice. Now, while she refused uh-huh. herself from the case, the indictment alleges that she steered the investigation to a nearby district attorney with whom she discussed the case with. And in the aftermath, the district attorney, George Barnhill, wrote that the three men who chased after Aubrey with weapons and eventually killed him did not violate Georgia state law. So – Aubrey's mm-hmm. family claimed that that delay in the arrest of George McMichael and Travis McMichael and um william brain jr um, that delayed them by seventy four days because she actually tampered with it by going to the other attorney and trying to influence him, even though she refused herself
11: mm-hmm. so uh,
2: yeah, so she's facing up to five years and again. Prosecutors normally don't get prosecuted, but this time I am glad um, that they did. You ain't kidding.
10: You're yeah, not kidding it, there.
2: I don't think it sends a message like most people say, like we need to send a message. I don't think it sends a message, but somebody needs to say something. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. Now, a white New York City woman who plowed her BMW through 50 Manhattan Black Lives Matter protesters last year refused a plea, plea deal. And she's going to stand trial. So Kathleen Costello, 52, appeared in Manhattan Criminal Court on Wednesday after she refused or after she was accused of driving through the pedestrians during this December 11th uh, protest. And she was offered a deal which could have seen her. Um, she would have seen she would have had to complete six days of community service and have her license to for a year. And she said no. She turned it down and she said she want a jury to decide that she ain't do nothing. Now that my friend is what we called white privilege. When we say that white she privilege. Went six Thank days the community service after she ran through 50 people, she's like, "No, I don't want to do nothing. I want to go to court." So good luck mm. on this.
10: Yeah, I, 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 hope I, I hope you guys will. Mhm. Wow. What you say? Wow, wow, wow. I hope I, I hope I don't fare well on that. one. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, you you're that dumb. you You just dumb. You ran through yeah. 50 people and you don't want to admit it. Nah, you, you need to go. Yep. You need to yeah, go. One of the
2: this woman, Tabitha Howell, said it's one thing to face physical recovery. It's another thing to try to process what happened mentally and emotionally. You hit a bunch of people and then said, oh, no, they scared me, so that's why I stepped on the gas because my car was expensive. That's what she's, she's
11: claiming. <laughs> wow.
2: Mm. All right. All right. Uh, so uh, I guess that's we're out. So I guess I'll see you guys next week with a little bit more. All right, brother.
10: Let's see you. We'll see you next week, brother. Have a good week.
2: All right. All right.